0: This is the XNC Podcast, your Xbox newscast featuring Colt Eastwood and Mag, hosting industry interviews and gaming talk live on YouTube every Monday night at 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. For all of you listening around the world, XNC Podcast is available on demand on Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the show. Join the chat, hit the like button and let's get into this week's topics with the Xbox newscast. look at all those xbox games mag look at all those welcome to the xc podcast i am cold eastwood i am an attempted host of a live show i'm I'm excited to be here um mag and i were talking behind the scenes how you doing on this monday evening
1: I am fired up. I'm in a great mood, Colt, I got to tell you. Uh, a, I want to say hi to a couple people in the chat that I didn't get get to. Uh, Pierre David Moreau, good evening to you, sir. And of course, the boss mod, Lethal Papa himself, he also says uh, hello to Meg. And for the scumbag, Charlie Hustle, who's talking about my Canadian dial-up internet, I just want to gently remind the Americans that Canadian internet is an on average 2.5 to 4 times faster than the American internet. So i just like to say that right now, okay? Bell and Rogers, got your number, folks. Anyways. I'm just kidding around. We're going to have a great show. I'll slow down for all the people so they don't get upset. <laughs> Bell and
0: Rogers sounds like a 9% alcohol-based uh, beer it's in ch- Canada. It
1: should be because they, they are uh, – never mind. I was going to say something really vulgar. Uh, they are basically the duopoly of the com- of the country. It's either Bell or Rogers. They are both blazingly <laughs> fast uh, internet. I mean, it's unbelievable. I got four gigs up, four gigs down, and that's on a regular day. I could – never mind. I almost said something else. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> about pirating. <clears throat> Anyways, we're not going to talk about that kind of stuff, but I can download. <laughs> suffice to say, I can download a movie in about 45 seconds. So it's wonderful. Uh, anyhow, we got some things to talk about this week. We got a chat that's 30 fired up. Everybody's already. Oh, salty mag. Thanks. True 77. <laughs> We've already got some great things to talk about. I want to thank everybody who watched my final Jim Ryan video. Uh, it has been an absolute pleasure to go back and watch all the Jim Ryan videos I made over the last two years. And I made a collage, and of course, I added some stuff at the end, uh, some <laughs> some spicy stuff at the end of that last video. So that was my last Jim Ryan video. Uh, I will move on to whoever's t- what's his name is taken over there. I, I can't remember his name. Uh, oh, it's got a, it's it's a straight. It's not like Tatanka I, or something. Uh, anyways, no, Tatanka <laughs> is, uh, is that's, is, uh, that's
0: Sue for it, for Buffalo from yes the for, for, for Buffalo. Wolves, yeah, that is yeah. that is correct. I think so, it's yes. Sue in the movie. It sounds like uh, yeah, gonna, how you doing, buddy? I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, I told the chat that you were giving me a pep talk behind the scenes before we hit the green button, because um, that's what you do, right? We're going to talk today about why Jim Ryan was fired and why he was let go. Actually, I'm I'm going to give some my opinion about that. Um, this is episode 119, and it's uh, we've got some crazy stuff. to Talk. I'll give you an idea. Uh, people are trying to write the guy's name.
1: You uh, me Tanaka?
0: It's like... I, I, I'm still I don't gonna
1: know. I, I, don't, I don't
0: care what it is. Uh, there's yeah. Red Wolf in the chat. Uh, that blue number. Uh, Charlie Hustle and a lot of people. Let, let me read out... I missed this last week. I'm going to read out the channel members and veterans that have been supporting the channel for nine months and uh, some even like almost three years. Uh, let me read these names. I also updated them on the scroll that's on the graphic. Special thanks to Pushing Polygons for the super class... Uh, channel member that is also getting uh, help from me and we've been talking behind the scenes about our YouTube channels and working on his so let me give a shout out to KY Bob, Assassin Lupa, Jazzy Box, Ricky Fallon, Hargit Chani, Jason Lawan, Lord Senator, William Riggs Farscape, Matt Houston, Chans Wolf, Zimic, Happy Bomb, Matt Burns, William Zan are also, Lanza are also channel members Uh, Yudana Kezada, Suicide King, Robert Jackson, Dante Moody, Betamax, S-Dark, CMF, some people have changed their names on here, so now I have to fumble over it. Septic Sauce, also knows Gaz. Zenner White, DiVario 2 Game. Like, I do, I. I- I've memorized these people. I talked to these people. I know the names. We got uh Reek Havoc, V. Simpco, Dub, Raiden Blade, Cute Perspective, Risker with Biscuit, True 77, Micah Ford, Red Source, Attitude Deer, Dave's Games, Pen Pineapple Pen, Trell Roberts, MacBound, Meat Puppet, Red Wolf, Alan Adelchery, Gamer by Choice, Jedi J Goalie, Rippin', Highlander 01, Techno Caveman, Fire 71, That Blue Number, Kung Fu Hot Dog, Uncle Chowder, Two Food Ones in a Row, Shooter 2853, Text Made 3 V Mac, Clipto b martin sith lord ah good friend good old Collingwood. a little uh, i think that's a reference to uh australian rules football if i know my uh uh, culture as as much as i should lawrence davenport dead time and kj wars 85 thank you so much for putting up with me reading these awesome names uh these names that meg and i love to say and see in the chat right
1: that's correct (laughs) so love
0: Love the names what have you been playing i'll start with you first um You've had Ooh, some downtime, good. maybe, five minutes? I,
1: wait. Yeah, yeah, I've been playing. Um, I've been playing. I, I got the 100% completion on Separate Ways, the uh, DLC for Resident Evil 4. Uh, as I'm a Resident Evil addict, absolutely journey, adored. Journey it. reference. Yeah, yeah <laughs> nice. Uh, you know what? I got to tell you, <laughs> I didn't realize it was going to be that long of a game. I think I mentioned this last week, that the, my first run was like five or six hours, right? So I managed to shave it down uh, when I did... Another run, and then I did another run on professional, uh, and then I did another. I did an S plus rank, which was the final um, one I needed to get the completion. I did the S plus rank, um, and man, that was tough. But I finished it in under two hours, and I had that. uh, What the hell is the name of that gun? Uh, The Chicago Sweeper. So it's basically like the the the, the, the Tommy Tommy guns, guns. yeah, yeah, that uh, like Al Capone used to use and whatever. So yeah, and I got the unlimited weapon, uh, unlimited ammo on that. So I, I. it just blazed through the game. So much fun. Anyway, got the hundred percent. Loved it. Moved on. And on um, what am I playing on Xbox right now? I am playing uh, Phantom Liberty on Xbox, and uh, Ooh, I am yeah, it's enjoying. Time. I am enjoying it quite a bit. I gotta tell you though, the first ten minutes, I was almost at an impasse. I'm, I'm like, I'm only talking about maybe ten or maybe fifteen minutes. I was gonna do a poll on Twitter and saying hi. What was the most boring introduction to a game this year? Starfield or Phantom Liberty? And I'm like, the the beginning of this game? (laughs) I haven't
0: haven't touched the DLC
1: yet. (laughs) Oh my God. Just the first like 10 minutes, I'm like, what is happening? It's just, you're just standing there. And then like somebody comes and talks to you. I'm not going to give any spoilers. And then you're just standing there. And they're like, all right, walk over here. And like you, you walk over there, and they're like, "All right, now follow me up this elevator." And I follow him in the elevator, and they're like, "All right, and here, walk like, across." The... You're gonna like let and me just. I'm t- no, I couldn't even hold the gun up. It was just like just walking, and then I'm like, and then they're like, "All right, now cross this catwalk, and let's go to this other side of the building." And then we're gonna keep talking, and then I'm like, you know, the Starfield opening is starting to seem really exciting now. You know that when they're like, "Okay, can you go over to that rock and stare at it for a minute?" And then we're gonna mine some like rock, and then we're, and you're sitting there going, "What is happening?" So I was going to do a poll just to really upset everybody because, you know, uh, and so, but you know what? I didn't do it. But, man, the game picks up very quickly after that. And uh, I got to say – it's a lot of fun, and it's uh, and uh, the story is intriguing so far. Again, I will remain spoiler free. Uh, I'm only a few hours in, but it is great fun. So it's nice to be uh, nice to be on there, getting back into that game and trying it. I already put 110 hours into the main game, and I finished it. So I have yeah, literally yeah. no desire. I have no desire to go back and do another run. I'm just going straight into Phantom Liberty with my character no. as is, like leveled up. T- Today
0: today i started over with a new character i made a new v i started over and i i picked the street kid which i was a uh uh, oh my gosh a nomad 160 hours in the game so what you're looking at here for the the chat and thank you everybody for being here you're looking at 2020 footage from the game that like in the opening weeks when i recorded this footage and and this is not just like one long continuous this is like 30 clips I just slammed together so you just kind of look at some cyberpunk footage and get you in the mood for playing Phantom Liberty and playing cyberpunk is like there's a really annoying thing mag where people are saying now that I'm playing cyberpunk again Starfield is this or Starfield isn't that and I can't help but feel that like I always thought that uh both games kind of were rooted in older type of designs but are still really really good and the improvements i've seen just from the aiming and the feel of the guns is already pretty cool i did not know this i don't have this in on on that won't be on screen but i was in the opening bar and like the opening minutes of the game and i went over to a arcade machine and played like this contra style game that I, I don't can't remember what it was called, like Corpo or something. And it was like a rip-off of Contra and I played it for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, was yeah. this in the base game? Was this in I, the I launch? Really or did I I didn't remember. Let me know, chat, if um if the Contra style game was in there. There's also a uh Roach Run game where you it's a side schooler where you, you where you control Roach the horse and you jump over beasts and holes in the crown. So dumb. But um <laughs> I've been playing a little bit of Cyberpunk. I'm pretty much done with Starfield for now. I like how we talk about games on a gaming podcast. Oh, isn't, that uh, not- a
1: strange, isn't that a strange thing? We talk about <laughs> games on a gaming podcast? How right. weird
0: is that, folks? It's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm also playing the crap out of... Uh, well, that was very rude. I'm playing a lot of Forza Motorsport. Hopefully, uh, Gaz and I will get a chance to play against each other tomorrow when we get some free time. But we've been playing nice. in party chat. We can't talk about what we're doing, but sure. I have been playing a lot on my racing wheel with the manual transmission, the steering wheel, the, the pedals, the clutch and everything. And I'm finding it hard, like today I was going to pick up forts and I'm like, I don't know if I want to, I don't want to get everything out. So I'm sitting up for the podcast. Like, do I want to play the controller? Cause I don't know. It's kind of like once you get that way, that's uh, the only way I want to play. But, uh, I can't talk about that game yet, but that launches on Wednesday, the fourth and dark tide Warhammer comes out the same day rest oh, no in peace again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so anyway, that's where I've been. Um so there's kind of been this weird as kind of the news has been kind of wobbly and weird like negative and you, you know, and I were talking before we hit the, what's yeah. that?
1: I was going to say isn't that weird that it's been sort of like flat? And this is the biggest time of the year for games and all that kind of stuff. And everything seems kind of just anticlimactic. Like, am I the only one who kind of feels that way? Like, we should be celebrating and having a great time and whatever. And it just seems like everybody's got doom and gloom videos of like everything, and everything sucks, and everybody sucks, and everybody who owns you know Mm who runs studios all suck and all the and I'm like, what is going on? When did everybody become complete art, you know, uh, complete
0: whatever? All while like, we're supposed to be dealing with one of the best gaming years in 15 years, right? Thank like, you. Right? Like, so- and let, let me ask
1: somebody, the Xbox <laughs> fans out there, okay? The Xbox fans, I mean, other than Redfall, besides Redfall, it's been a pretty so- damn solid year for the console in terms of game releases and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't don't understand all this negativity and the fighting and the this and the whataboutisms and that and this guy's, you know. I'm like, can't we just have some fun? This is fun. Like, I mean, I don't work in the industry. You don't work in this industry. Like, come on, man.
0: I don't get it. it, There's also been uh, games. We'll talk about some games that are being delayed and that are being canceled. And then there's studios that are letting people go while the gaming industry is making more money than ever. So yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of a, so. Deca-
1: Ducato is right. Ma- uh, he just said mags hate sells. Yeah, it does. And negativity definitely sells. And you know what, Z Black Ryder, I saw what you wrote earlier, by the way. He said mag has no life, but uh, I saw that. No, but anyways, all joking aside, he said, everyone is angry. He is a hundred percent correct. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Guys, take some vitamin D, go for a walk, exercise, get some endorphins in your body. It'll be a little bit more positive. Go do other things. Find significant others, have relations, do something, go have a drink, have some fun with your friends. Jesus Christ! Like <laughs> everybody's just well, and I'm like, what? Well,
0: the trillist says no complaints here. I, I ignore the noise you just play games. And, and, trillist, and
1: you are the truest. I,
0: I gotta, I'll, I gotta bring this up briefly because I know. Most people don't live on social media or on forums where people are being jackballs, but this is um, this was shared with me just before the show. Now, Foxy Games UK is a PlayStation-centric content creator on YouTube. Um, a lot of people might not like him here because it's, he's a PlayStation guy or he t- says what he doesn't like about Xbox, but I've always been pretty copacetic with the guy, and in fact, we've been pretty cool like with replies. Like, because... I don't normally fight with people unless your name's Nick Marseille and then we just have good time because you're my best friend ever. But uh, all fun aside, uh, Foxy said, quote, I'm not going to focus my channel as PlayStation centric anymore. Come to realize there's too many PS fanboys who will only support content that toes the line. Say anything deemed not so positive about Sony or PlayStation and many in the community will not support you. Can't control me. End of quote. And that is also true. I'm not just saying that to, to take a hit or a knock at, um, call oh, speaking of hit, I gotta, I gotta tell you another side story. Well, let me just throw this side story in right now. Okay. <laughs> Meg, I was making the thumbnail. And if anybody saw the thumbnail before they clicked the video, there was Jim Ryan on one side, Phil Spencer on the other. And the picture of Phil is he's laughing like this. And it's only from here. It's cut. The picture's cut right here at the, at the top of his uh, sternum, and yep. I use the generative AI to fill in the rest of him so that I could <laughs> so I could compose the thumbnail properly without having him like cut off in like a floating torso, or whatever you are, but a bust, right? So anyway, Ooh. Meg, So what you do is I isolate the picture of Phil and I draw a box around where he doesn't have a body, and I say AI fill in the rest in Photoshop and Phil's wearing this jacket and he's laughing. AI's first <laughs> recommendation was creating Phil wearing an unzipped bomber jacket and a graphic t-shirt, which all it was, was black from here. Like it knew Phil wears graphic tees and a bomber jacket. And here's the best. Like, you know how Phil has like that, like uh, late nineties style frat guy here. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I wouldn't know anything about hair, but he's like laughing. AI added Phil holding a bong, a glass bong. (laughs) 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 And it gives you three options, but the first one that looked perfect, like legit, was Phil laughing at Jim Ryan holding a glass bong like he just took a massive hit. And uh gas is like you got to share that on twitter i'm like i can't share that on twitter but i would tell the story here because i think it's funny but i didn't want that picture floating around that is
1: really funny that is really funny and uh holding the bong just makes it even funnier but uh, (laughs) yeah i like why like has ai lost its mind or what well you know Uh, so to speak
0: well i mean i i i gotta give it props i feel like the ai was like filling in the blanks like I know Phil looks like he's 40 to 50 years old when you look close, but he's, you know how we retain like our peak era, like uh, my peak era would be like at the late nineties, right? When I kind of like got out of school and kind of grew up and like you set your, your styling of how you dress and, like, I don't know. The AI was just like, Phil is totally a frat dude, hitting a bong and laughing at Jim Ryan. <laughs> and it, it just, it just, uh, it really made my day. And of course, Phil's clean as a whistle, so it just makes me laugh even harder. Wow. Well, how uh, do you
1: know what he's up to <laughs> behind closed doors? Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. You don't know. He's probably, he, he, could, he could have that bong right now, actually, because AI, That's that's why they created the bong. Because they're watching him through all his <laughs> through they, all his technology, right? They're spying on us as always. What do you what do you think they're doing? Like my TV's watching me while I sleep. We all know this, so it's probably watching him with a bong right now. He's like, <laughs> and he's like, oh damn, I gotta put I gotta put tape over that thing. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's just <laughs> uh, it's just funny the way that it um, it just kind of get it does the guesswork. But I just it's thought so, it was too I, good I, not, I, not to that share is, that.
1: That is absolutely. Insanely ridiculous, but really, really funny. I love that. So,
0: <laughs> so anyway, um, I do remember what I was talking about. But you know, there's this uh, this fanboy clash where the which fanboy uh, camp is worse than the other. And Mighty Keith, I don't know if you guys have seen this guy on YouTube um, yeah, or on yeah, social is. media. He's really hilarious. He does what he does is he uh, for anybody who hasn't seen him is he sets up uh, his camera phone and he plays. Two to three different characters himself, just from different angles and wearing a different shirt, and he'll have yeah. like some console-related argument, right? Uh, or or some funny thing like he'll sit at the computer and go, "Oh, Xbox is about to buy ABK." Ooh, and then he'll burst in will be another version of him saying, "I'm a PlayStation fanboy," and he'll come up with some hilarious like that's his that's his gig, and it's really good. Yeah, but he was calling out an Xbox fan and saying this is a mental illness, where it was like four tweets saying Xbox is better than PlayStation with this or that or this and that. And a lot of people are like, how can you not see that PlayStation guys do this worse? And he goes, I I don't know. I never see it. So why would I have a problem with PlayStation fanboys? And I had to ask you about that, Mag, because you're mildly on social media. Um, What do you think (laughs) about him saying that PlayStation (laughs) fanboys don't do the same thing?
1: I don't know, I can't even, like, what, what can I even say to that? I mean, th- listen, the way I see it is this. By Percolator 9000, you better calm down over there. He's already <laughs> talking about shots, okay? And uh, by the way, we, we have one of our, our dear friends in the chat there, Double Barrel Gaming. Mr. Boomstick XL is in the chat, guys. Please go check out his content. He's awesome, and he's uh, he's quite the ambassador for the Xbox community. Anyhow, when it comes to family,
0: Thank you. Yeah. You- it
1: is this i said anyhow i didn't say anyways so no shots please hey hey hey! semantics here's the thing when it comes to fanboyism it doesn't matter i've noticed from any side i have seen toxic xbox guys i have seen toxic playstation guys i have seen toxic nintendo guys i have seen toxic bronies who love my little pony you know those guys like i've seen (laughs) all these people Yep. They're insane. It's got nothing to do with the platform. It's got everything to do with the personality. Right? And the thing that I notice at the end of the day is that now that I have taken a step a little bit back and I know I make videos that like, you know, they flame the wars and stuff, and you know, people come at me all the time, oh, you the baby. And I'm just like, I'm just making jokes, right? Because I think yeah. it's funny. And what I do is I like to make those. I make those videos. I make those jokes as a mirror, and that's what art is at the end of the day. It's it's you're you're mirroring what you what you interpret and see in society, right? That's yeah. what film is. That's what music is. That's what all this stuff. So I make my little skits and videos. Uh, it's the same thing. I'm just mirroring and making a joke of that kind of thing. Now that I step back a little bit, and I'm not so. You know, I, I don't get any. I don't get milit- I try not to get militant about any one side or the other. But then, when you start to observe and watch all these things, I'm like, you guys are ridiculous, man. Right. You know, it's just like just and and yes, there are certain. T- you know, it's kind of funny. It's actually seasonal. Right? <laughs> it's certain times of the year. Oh where people yeah, it get is talk- depending where on where what big games are like.
0: out or not. Right.
1: That's right. So now, in a, for example, in a few weeks. For, uh, you know, at the beginning, I got to say, at the beginning of the month when Starfield came out, not everybody, because you know there were a lot of great people out there, a lot of good people in the Xbox community, obviously, right? I mean, we've had thousands of people. We got almost seven hundred in the chat right now, all great people, yeah. okay. But there were uh, there were a hell of a lot of really nasty, rude uh, guys who were, you know, taunting whoever I guess would listen to them about Starfield. So I'm like, guys, that's not the way, okay. You know, yeah. like last year when we had when, – when Xbox had nothing for like an entire year and you kept quiet and the other guys were doing it, all of a sudden you get, you, get, you, know, you get something really hot and then you do it right back. Like, you know what I mean? Then you can't complain when someone sticks something in your face, right? So the best policy is to just back away from that kind of stuff, just be respectful of one side or the other regardless of how they treat you, right? And just celebrate the fact that you got some great games to play, right? On the PlayStation yeah. side, in a few weeks, in a few weeks – we're all going to be firing, not all of us, but most of us are going to be firing up Spider-Man 2, right? And we're yeah. going to be happy about it. We're going to take some screenshots. We're going to say, hey, this game is a lot of fun, blah, 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 blah. But there's also going to be that handful of people on that side of the fence that are going to be complete jerks about it. And somehow, instead of saying, hey, Spider-Man 2 is a wonderful game, they're going to turn and say, hey, Spider-Man 2 is awesome, and Starfield sucks, right and, and i'm xbox like xbox
0: could never yeah, an
1: xbox and xbox blah blah yeah and xbox is the worst and da, 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 da. and i'm like why bring them into it they got nothing to do with it right but like but look at phil spencer for crying out loud i understand it's his job but like you know a big game from sony comes out what's the first thing he does congrats congratulations to the team. Yep. thank you congratulations to the team for releasing such a wonderful game Blah, blah 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 you know he gets early access you know yep. what I mean? So he, they, and like, Jim they, doesn't they,
0: usually respond because he's in Brussels, like fighting the regulators <laughs> or something, right?
1: He's, drink, he's drinking Stella. Trust me. <laughs> so the thing, and he's going to be doing a whole lot of more of that as soon as he retires. And I don't blame him. Uh, but anyway, the thing is, is that you know, in a few weeks you're going to get that. You're going to get a lot of salty guys, and not salty. You're going to get a lot of toxic people there too. So I can't fully agree that you know, oh, this guy's worse than this one, or this group is worse than this one. It's just when it comes down to it, it's down to the individual. And yeah. that's the way I look at that sort of thing, right? So I, that it's it's just no, all in all, it's nonsense, and it needs to stop, because this is a hobby that we enjoy, and whatever you might okay, you're you're a baseball fan, right?
0: Yeah, uh, somewhat. Of
1: okay, you follow the Seattle Mariners. Okay, I follow. The I Toronto did Blue until Jays.
0: yesterday. Well, now until I, yesterday.
1: We, 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 <laughs> we knocked you out. Of, we knocked you guys out of the playoffs. Oh, but yeah. Here, but guess. Yeah, but guess what? But guess what? Does that make us bitter enemies? I'm going to put stuff. Uh, Colt literally and put Pinocchio noses on Colt and saying that you, know, you do whatever, that anyway. And and that. I know, but like that's besides <laughs> the point. But anyway, all joking aside, we're not going to be like that, right? So why the yeah. hell are we doing that in in another part of like our entertainment culture? Why do we have to be so negative? I don't get it. If you like One Piece and I didn't like One Piece, which is nonsense because it's great, but I'm just saying, is it? Gonna, are we going to like like say stupid things on social media? No. Like you know, say Colts a jerk, liar, blah 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 blah, because he didn't like.
0: I mean, I've been complaining more than usual lately to my friends that there's no. It's online. It's no longer about the argument or the discussion. Like if I say, like I had a tweet a couple days ago where I said, I I, I know my one of my friends. Like you always talk about what you say on Twitter, but it's kind of the zeitgeist of what's really going on. But I I made a uh, comment. I said. Xbox is all about the games and that's what really matters because my post mean was meaning they're really focused on building games from great studios and bringing in great partnerships and getting games out more than just worrying about what the piece of plastic does. Like it's really important to have great games because those are going to be on console cloud PC and handhelds. Right? So I said, Xbox is all about the games and that's what's most important. Well, some of you disagrees with that would say something like, PlayStation's all about the games. And I could say, yeah, you're right. And they're also really great about, you know, supporting their console. But it doesn't happen like that, Mag. It's more like um, they'll, they'll just insult me. Like say, like you, That's what just, I'm getting at. Yeah, it's just like, you're in. You're a bad word, this. You physical motion to Xbox this, or you uh pg-13 and r-rated phrase uh type of person where all i'm saying is and i don't know it's like you can't win like i can say like xbox has more games than playstation this generation which we can talk about later is an absolute truth believe it or not xbox will have more games from their studios and their partners than i think playstation will this generation just by sure brute force of how many games they're working on but That's kind of, that incites an argument, but I don't know. I don't want to talk about that much longer, but
1: but why, why would it incite an argument as opposed to a celebration of, Hey, I got somewhere I could play some uh, games that I'm not getting over here. Uh, I now have mm-hmm. options over there so that if there's a slow period, like let's say you're a PlayStation only player. Jesse P., let me tell you something. He says, he goes, <laughs> Mag, Mag answered that question like a politician, Jesus. Let me tell you something, Jesse P., this is now the show. I am telling you right now, I am announcing that I am running for the President of the United States. Oh, well, thank okay? goodness. It'll be Mag 2024. <laughs> it's going to be something else. The campaign starts tomorrow. Anyways, and by the way, uh, someone else said something about One Piece. didn't? Uh, uh, you know what? Listen, One Piece is a great show. You got to go check it out. It's on Netflix. It's based on the uh, anime. Uh, anyhow, here's... The- hold, hold on, hold on yes. pause.
0: pause, pause yes. Think about that thought. Don't lose it. I know you have a better brain than I do. Davey Sharp says, wow, this game looks amazing. And I want to remind people, you're looking at like uh, November or December 2020 capture. This is me playing the game on Series X in performance mode launch version and i i just gotta say the game was always really good it was always great it just needed more and they're doing it now so anyway go ahead see it
1: now man cyberpunk now i'm playing it on xbox series x and it is wonderful um what a what a game and what 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 a turn i mean i enjoyed the game from the beginning like i told you the only thing that i had a problem with is that when i first launched the game the only technical issue i had was a hooker literally walked through my car and out the other side like a ghost
0: that was it. Uh, but other that than does, that, that does happen in real life over here in the states. They just what, walk right through ghost? the vehicle. You yeah, just like they, just, they clip. Yeah, That's... they clip right through it. And you're like, hey, you know, I was at a something. drive-through at Burger King, and one walked right through my car, and I was like, hey, <laughs> what what's going on
1: here? Oh my god! I'm the just kidding. I don't go to Burger King. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? Burger King is good. The Whopper with cheese is fantastic. I it haven't is, had one funny. in years. I haven't had one in years, but you know what? I'm going to have one sometime in the next few You
0: weeks. know what? I would say on this show live that the Whopper is the closest thing that you'll get from a fast food restaurant that tastes like it was. Uh, like a real of bar- Yeah, off of someone's barbecue. All off of someone's barbecue, gas yeah. Gas grill or whatever, right? Well, That's the, why the I've baconator- always liked it.
1: Baconator is a close second, but the baconator it will literally kill you. Like it will give you, it, it will
0: give you the Rhea immediately. When I eat Wendy's, <laughs> you're talking about Wendy's, right? When I eat Wendy's, like it could be tasty, but like my the bottom of my stomach just goes, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the XNC Food Podcast XMC with my co host Mag. Right. <laughs>
1: Back to the subject at hand. Oh, Fon says Taco Bell,
0: Colt Taco Bell. Uh, you know, I'm impervious is- to Taco Bell and Shout out to Fonz, I did a show with him yesterday uh, yeah, If you're, you're, We're all good friends of Fonz And go check out his GoFundMe They are raising money for a proper service For his father that passed away on uh, Wednesday or yep. Thursday Might have been Friday We've talked about it so much I should have memorized it But uh, amazing, amazing guy uh, And Fonz too, he's, he's pretty amazing But anyway, yes, shout out is. to him uh, what were we talking about? We
1: were talking about how, you know, just by sheer. We, you oh, were the, saying the, by the sheer, cyberpunk sheer force, force, technical.
0: technical. Yeah. No,
1: no, no, no. Before then- that, we were talking about the games coming, you know, the games uh, coming out and everything else, and people getting angry or upset or negative about it. I'm like, you know what? When let's say if you are a PlayStation only player, not only player, but you're a, ma- you know, you ma- you play your majority of your games on PlayStation. There's going to come in point at a point in time of the year where there's going to be a lull or a slowdown or whatever. If you have access mm-hmm. to the other side of the fence, and all of a sudden you got Xbox cranking out, let's say three or four games a year, okay. You play your games on PlayStation, great, wonderful, fun. Then all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? I got two months here where I really don't have much of anything, even outside of, let's say, the third party. There's no whole, not no,
0: not a whole lot going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Go to
1: Xbox. Go to Xbox, and they're gonna have a, they're gonna have go a couple anywhere, Meg.
0: Go literally saying, anywhere, like I said. So like if would... you if you want to pick up a Rog Ally or a Lenovo handheld someday, like literally play anywhere. Than just one piece of plastic. I'm, yeah. Because it, what you're describing just, just is you're going to miss game. out. Like, you're going to want to be able to play something besides, you know, one set of games, but whatever.
1: That's what I'm saying. And so, like, like, I don't understand, like, why why be so angry? So, let's say you get to the beginning of next year, presumably, okay? I'm just saying, presumably, let's just say for argument's sake that, you know, Senua Saga was coming out, okay? And you've got like a month where where, where nothing's happening. Go play Senua Sorry. Saga. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah, I, I know the chat is hilarious. I I you know, know. they're, they're like moving well, we from go a
0: burger transition field. to hookers and
1: Yeah. That's they're... what the show's all about. And then you go into maybe you never touch Starfield. Maybe you find yourself in two months, uh you have two months of no games or whatever, you play through all your games, and you got nothing going on. Go and go and get Game Pass for a couple of months. And then you can play a bunch of wonderful games that they released over the last year or whatever, right? I'm just yeah. saying, like who cares? Who cares where you're playing, how you're playing? And who you playing it with as long as you're having fun at the end of the day that's all that should matter and i don't understand well, this 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 laser focus on negativity it's just insane to me
0: yeah i mean i talk about first party games from xbox and the studios they own and the games they've made and the quality of them and they're like those weren't exclusive or those you know those used to be on it's like who cares like this is how this is the new reality and i want to briefly talk about spider-man 2 because today, we uh, somebody who broke embargo. Uh, this isn't spoiler ish, but uh, basically, someone broke embargo by saying I 100% yes. of the game in 30 hours. And that's something yep. that even in embargo, you're not supposed to say. But also, somebody today put up like a five minute clip of them driving in the rain of Forza Motorsport from uh, like Latin America or, or, uh, Brazil yeah. or somewhere because it was all in a, in a you know, in Spanish or Portuguese. I don't know. I didn't even look, but I'm like, you're not so. It looked, it was cool looking footage. And I'm like, you're not supposed to be sharing this. So I, I want to briefly give my opinion about uh, Spider Man 2 being 15 hours for the main campaign and 30 hours to do all of the whatever the collectible and chaseable and the um, uh, all of the fight. What do I call them? Like the takedown hubs. Like, in Spider-Man, there's normally like the areas where you have to take out all the enemies and get through the waves, and then you clear that off the map. So 15 hours, you can play the brunt of Spider-Man's game, and I think that's I think that's just fine. Uh, I mean, it's a $70 game, but, Mag, are you uh, in the least bit worried about this game no, being a one-and-done short game?
1: That is, that is the biggest load of crap I ever heard in my life. It is not going to be a 15-hour campaign. There's no way in hell... The first one was double that, at and the map is like what was the map now like four times six times larger eight times larger whatever the heck it is. I mean and I think it, it like, might
0: be two times larger. It looked like when I saw the map, it I looked it like was bigger. I don't know. Like chat helped me. They added they added another section to the left of of the New York area of that just, and then the just as big. Right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, the brunt of those games take place inside of warehouses and labs. You know, Fair the outside enough. is just for swinging around.
1: I mean, I think that it's going to be about 20 hours to tw- I would say closer to 25 hours for the campaign. And I think to get all the completion, you're probably looking around like 80 hours for everything, maybe even more. Maybe the, the campaign. I th- personally think the story is going to be about 30 hours. And I think that the 100 percent completion is going to be closer to 80. My I got the platinum on the first Spider-Man. I got the platinum on Miles Morales in order to do both of those things. It was oh, okay. a heck of a lot longer than 30 hours. I could tell you that much, guaranteed. In fact, I'm going to look at it right up. I, I have the app right here on my phone for... Uh, you know that website, How Long to Beat?
0: Yeah, yeah, that tells like what the average is according to everybody's reports, right? Yes,
1: that's correct. So I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to look up Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man I had 35
0: hours Beat. in Spider-Man 1, and I got all the backpacks. I captured every pigeon. I did all of the takedown locations... And I completed the game. So, I don't know. Okay, just, just give me ahead. an
1: example. Miles Morales, 100% completion is 18 to 20 hours. Okay, that's Miles Morales.
0: Which Spider-Man is Spider-Man
1: was closer to 44 hours. 43 okay. and a half hours, they're safer. And that's pretty quick, actually. Because I think it took me a lot longer than that. I took my time. I think it took me closer to like 60 plus 70 hours. Somewhere down there. And, um... To 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 get the hundred percent completion. I mean, so, I would say a, if a
0: guy uh, was a breaking embargo round. and racing through the game that he got early access to, uh, I mean, there are the type of people that they wait forever for a game and they blast through it in two days. And maybe this guy, of course. maybe this guy like streamlined everything. And I guess you could skip cutscenes. I doubt he did, but maybe I don't know. Hours I mean, I don't closer to the truth than than thirty, but.
1: Yeah, I guess so. And you know what? There's only one way to find out. We'll find out in a few weeks because when it comes out, then we'll be able to play it ourselves. I don't believe he. I don't believe hundred percented it in, in thirty hours. Um, now, there's also isn't it sometimes when you have a game? This is another thing I was going to say. When you have a review code of a game, sometimes they have you already leveled up in order to be able oh, to just kind of yeah not you know of course not at,
0: yeah not in this situation. Normally, when you almost every time when you get a review code for a game, you start it ground zero you start at the very beginning okay. and, and play the yep. game so yeah I don't think that was the case but if people who got preview access which uh yeah let's talk about that hey I th- welcome everybody to the show I, I haven't reset in a, in a little while and but it give the station identification I'm cold eastwood and I'm here with middle-aged game guy or mag good friend of mine and we're running the ecstasy podcast hit the like button if you're having a good time we should um we should have a lot of likes if you're enjoying the show I know we're we will be talking a little bit about PlayStation, but I always like to talk about these things, Mag, in respect to where things are going with Xbox. So we will be doing that as well. Um, Just to give you a heads up on what you're here to to listen to, we're going to talk about ABK and the regulatory process and some good news for that. We're going to talk about why Jim Ryan is leaving and uh, kind of our best idea of what's going on with that. And we've got some new games that xbox is talking about or that people working on the games are talking about that are exclusive to xbox so we'll be covering that hit the like button we're on spotify apple and google podcast thanks for being here we really appreciate it there okay we don't have any like product sponsors to the channel so i got to do at least that and say you know you like rubber bands come to al's rubber band emporium yeah we don't do that on the show we don't have that uh that privilege but um i'll
1: be i'll be emailing al this week about it yeah <laughs> carry on
0: uh what was i saying Meg? i was talking about um a Sp- spider-man reviews crap no
1: you yeah no no you're getting into the abk uh situation next yeah
0: time. i guess i could go into the abk thing There was something else i was going to talk about with um with that but i have no idea what it was and guess what it doesn't matter anymore so tom warren is reporting uh from the verge that On I wrote this down so I don't have to go from memory that ABK is going to close this week on October 6th, which is looking at my calendar. Let me just check that Friday and the CMA has given the preliminary uh, approval and a blah, 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 law speak and other boring talk. The FTC in the US is trying to continue to fight it despite uh, all their best efforts. It won't matter. They will close on Friday and Xbox will own abk mag that is correct
1: yeah there I mean, was never a doubt in my mind i, I never thought for one second it wasn't going to happen it was just a matter of when not a matter of if right so now that it's now that it's going to be moving in that direction uh everybody keep your pants on it ain't <laughs> happening this year call of duty is not going to game pass none of you that don't is think happening. any of
0: that is going to be able to materialize before no, the end of the year not,
1: no not a chance uh, I don't even think they're going to be able to close the deal before uh, mid mid 2024 by the time they actually sit down and ink the deal. It's going to be a long, they, they still have a long way to go. I mean, it's still, they still got to go through, they've gone through the process. It still hasn't 100% passed. Then they have to go through all the paperwork and then sit down and be able to iron out all the details and then sit down, sign it and all that. That's going to take months and months and months. Mm-hmm. They still got a contract with Sony. Uh, for at least for for, um, for, uh, call of duty, not hundred percent sure about 2024, because if you actually count 2024, uh, uh, a release of call of duty that actually spills into 2025. So a lot of times when they say call of duty 2025, they actually mean 24 because it comes out that year and it goes for an entire year. You know what I mean? For an oh, entire okay. you know, okay. a, a 365 okay. day cycle. Right, and then it ends on the, on the on 2025 before the next one comes. So kind of like sports, you know, I like when you watch sports. It's always like, oh, it's the uh, it's the 2024, uh, 2023, 2024 season, whatever. That's kind of how that kind of operates. <laughs> or cars, check or cars, out the new yeah. 2021
0: Hyundai Cracker right, Barrel. And like, and it's yeah,
1: yeah and it's the 20, and it's 2020. Same idea. So we right. we're not 100 percent sure that that's how the video game industry works. Uh, but my suspicions are that. So we don't really know uh but either way they it's, gotta it's keep, like too I said, close keep anyway
0: even if even if it was going to try and close by the end of the year call of duty would have already been out by then so uh, yeah just to, just to wait but just knowing that abk will belong to uh, xbox is is good news for yeah, especially be, them for the it'll be employees
1: next year 2024 somewhere in there it's, it's going to be signed and you know, I, signed d- delivered and whatever else
0: Sign sealed and delivered. Sign sealed delivered. Thanks to Void Rat in the chat. He reminded me what I was going to bring up. And now I'm like not sure if I want to. It's still kind of fun. But IGN's Beyond Podcast was talking about the preview, because you were talking about the preview build of Spider-Man 2. And one of the guys previewing the game said, I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Now, I know people were weaponizing this for the console war because uh, he said if anybody he goes, I'm not reviewing. He goes, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I, I could tell you that. And he goes, I'm not reviewing it, but if anyone at IGN, where he works, gives it lower than a 9 out of 10, we're going to have words on this podcast. And then Max Scoville, who's also on the podcast, did a really good job of saying, look, you know, audience, he's just kidding around. There, There isn't some type of prerequisite or some type of expectation. Um, but it does play into the fact <laughs> that, as funny as it is, that This guy's playing the game, he only has access to like a couple hours of the game, and he's like, it's a 9 out of 10. We live in a world where you're not supposed to give a game a, a score based off of a preview build that's not a complete experience of the game. And uh people really came after me for saying positive things about a game that I previewed, that I didn't review, and I never gave a score. And this guy's on the podcast tongue in cheek saying, I'm already gonna give it a nine out of ten. And he was jokingly uh challenging that on his po- on their podcast. But then again, IGN did a great job of saying, Whoa, whoa, cooler jets, like people are gonna come after us if they clip that and of course, a couple Xbox fans did clip it, Meg. Do you have do you have an opinion on this nine out of ten or else?
1: Yes, I think everybody's a little bit too sensitive, which which delves back into the conversation we had half an hour ago about how everybody seems to be way too touchy and uh, and uh, you know what I mean, like just like let's just enjoy the games or whatever. Don't worry about what people say. It's like the guy everybody went insane with that guy who gave um, I can't remember his bloody name now. uh, Dan Stapleton. there you go. I knew it was Dan something. Uh, like they went after him because he gave. It's always Starfield a Dan. Game. It's always a Dan. Damn Dan's uh, a seven out of 10. And then they're going back like, you see that? Nine years ago, he dressed as Kratos. I'm like, guys,
0: come. <laughs> nine years ago. We've dug up the archives. He dressed like he's such a PlayStation fan. Yeah. Just oh my Just stop. Just this stop. also says, come on, Colt. You would have given Redfall a nine if you could. Oh yeah,
1: in all all seriousness it's just come on guys (laughs) like I said it goes right back to what we said at the beginning of the show just let it go enjoy the game if someone gives Starfield a 1 out of 10 is that going to change your experience
0: I mean let's be honest Starfield got a lot of 9s and we can fully expect whether you're a Playstation fan or an Xbox fan you can expect a lot of 9s for Spider-Man as well and the game looks really good And they're going to
1: do the same thing that they do. Like, everybody, every company does it. You see the first, like, 30 reviews of, like, whatever game comes out. Like, Mm -hmm. let's say, you know, Spider-Man is, like, you know, the the next big review, right? and uh well actually Ellen Wake but let's go into Spider-Man yeah right? yeah the first 20 reviews are from websites called PlayStation is the Lord Savior uh PlayStation <laughs> is the greatest thing ever whatever right and that's the names of the website thing for Xbox like, yeah well, Xbox Tavern
0: exactly. Xbox reviews Xbox yeah. 10 out of 10 onlys yeah
1: yeah it's like and then they, they, yeah and you look at that and then when Starfield came out the the first 25 uh, reviews 10 out of 10s for Starfield, and the names of things are Xbox raised from the dead three days after being in a cave, uh, uh, Xbox you know, was was the Lord and Savior and the Son of God, uh, and, I'm like going, and I'm going, well, of course they're going to give it a 10 out of 10, look at the name of the website, come on, man, well. and then, you know what I mean, and it's the same thing with PlayStation, they do the same thing, and then so does Nintendo, like, you're going to have, like, Nintendo when that, that Mario game comes out? Nintendork dot Nintendork.com is gonna give it a ten out of ten, no matter what. They probably didn't even play the game like ten out of ten. Well you know, and
0: you know, and the chat's talking about the biased media or biased reviewers, and I just have to remind that. you that there is a bit of that. Anybody's review, I don't care what the name of your website is or what what color of hat you wear on a daily basis, that you will have a preference. And if one website called Xbox is the, is it's <laughs> <is> our savior. <laughs> um, sorry. I was just, yeah, I mean, they're gonna, maybe they're going to give the game, you know, an Xbox game, a nine or a 10 and that's fine. Like how we I, I feel like we say it every week. Like you can't yeah. just look at one score. You can't just look at one site and just be, have the be all end all. But, um, I don't know. I I'll move on from that. Let me read a couple uh, uh questions we got here. Sith Lord has been a channel for 11 months. Says mag talk to Colt's son. So, you know, ah. what nursing home to take him back to Don't forget the soft pudding in old video games. Please don't worry. Help Fonz. He says in all seriousness, uh, mag, I was telling Fonz this yesterday. What my son and I did go to Burger King the other night as we were pulling out of, oh. onto the road. There is a sign stapled to the telephone pole. This is like, uh, something, something nursing home. And it was like a, bunch of pictures like stock photo pictures of old people looking happy and as we were pulling around the corner my son goes dad that's where i'm gonna put you uh, when you get older and my son's 12 and i'm like hey give me that bag of food and stop eating my fries on the way home um (laughs) now now i have sadness uh biff rinaldi says good evening cultists (laughs) He says, uh, can we take a moment to shout out to Colt for being an awesome friend and being there for Fonz last night? So good to see. Uh, I didn't do anything other than just um, Fonz is awesome. Uh, I, yesterday, Mag, yesterday was a very emotional day in a lot of ways. I reconnected with an old friend who's going through difficult times. Um, Fonz called me after the Iron Lords like gave a big shout out on their podcast for his GoFundMe, and he was like, you know, he was sobbing and then I talked to my good friend Red Wolf for hours on Xbox Live and we were talking about life and like there's some stuff going on in his circles and we were like yesterday was we like it's been a it's been a day. Like it's been a day. That's just been um I don't know. Watch out for everybody out there and, and take care of people is what I gotta say. Yeah, Let me man. get a couple here. Red Wolf, thank you for your channel. Membership gift to Big Mad Mo. Uh, welcome to the channel, membership. Uh, appreciate that. Red Wolf sends a dollar with a with a slobbering face. I don't know why, but Cipher, thank you so much for the five. He says, "I think it's obvious what the solution is, Colt. You need to stop physical motioning." Xbox, I kid, I kid. You guys rock. Have an awesome show. He also says, "Ghost hookers is how you you gonna get." Oh my gosh, how you gonna get to uh, insert a uh, transmitted disease S- six. Number six is what he says, yeah. Red Wolf. thank you for the two. He says, geez, Meg, what have we done to the show? He says, Ghost Hooker is a new perk they added in Cyberpunk.
1: Excellent. It's the time of year, folks. That's going to be the uh, the DLC update for Halloween. We're going to have Ghost Hookers running around. We're going to have to catch them. We're going to have to get our little uh, plasma traps and, you know, like Ghostbusters and bring them down. Skillet, Will, you're not wrong about what you said there. I agree with you. (laughs) Sorry, it was something that was off topic, but not about Ghost Hookers something else
0: uh, yeah i feel like some of these chats as i finally get to them if you feel a bit out of topic bt maverick thank you so much for the 10 dollars super he says i just finished cocoon what an amazing puzzle game and great for game pass highly recommend it i think it's like in the high 80s he says i'll put it up with planet alana for best indie game of the year And he says hashtag vote for mag
1: oh lovely thank you i've got one vote in the next election guys that's that's great
0: <laughs> it's gonna be a landslide victory
1: landslide uh, victory with my one vote
0: y- yodana Cusada says the Howworth chairs xbox chairs are on sale the one i'm sitting in right now i think they're like four or five hundred dollars off he says what do you think about them um well i would say they are really nice but they're very very expensive and you should be very smart with your money when you go to buy a chair sit in a chair if it feels comfortable for a good price definitely go for it if you want to spend money on a really great chair that you think the money is going to speak for it i know that haworth makes really quality things and uh i am not required to say that so this is a great chair but i've sat in great chairs that costs uh, far less so please be smart with your money and uh you'll find something good i think how's that mag is that okay is that okay? That to sounds say?
1: wonderful. Yes, it is. And uh, uh Cord Wiener, you're absolutely right. When when uh with in that super chat where he brought up a uh, cocoon, the first thing I thought of was Wilford Brimley from the 80s movie. And Cord oh, Wiener yeah. immediately Cord Wiener, uh, uh, Wainer, I, saw, I called him Wiener. See that? He said Wilford Brimley is great in cocoon, couldn't stop laughing. And Lady Foxfire's in the house. Good evening. You just missed our whole conversation about ghost hookers. So yeah, I'm talking that about so that appropriate. for Halloween. Yes, we're gonna have uh, we have we're talking about ghost hookers in the new uh, update for uh, that, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven.
0: That would be a good Halloween costume where you just dress like in a, <laughs> a halter top and then you you put a cardboard car hood as your waist, and it's like, what are you? Oh, I'm a ghost hooker that clips through a car in Cyberpunk. You're like, oh, uh, that's
1: that. Pff, that's ass, off. Uh, that's that's that, amazing. That. <laughs> Hey, what are you going to do? Hey, C-Note, I got two. That's it. I got two uh, votes for uh, me as a president. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait, everybody. Yes.
0: Yeah, shout out to Pushing Polygon's in the chat. He says, hey, everyone. Hope you're all having a good night. Thank you, Colt. You've been very patient. Through all of my rattling and prattling on, well, I'll just roll my eyes. Pushing Polygon's a good guy. We talk on Discord for like 2 hours when we do our sessions to talk about uh working on his channel and like we walk through thumbnails and stuff so and he's been making new content we talk about lighting and mic and camera placement and stuff like that and it all it's all a work in progress and uh, like and I, it's I, a lot I, of work too I think I told you, Mag, like, I think I was still pushing polygons, like, my very first video on camera, I set my phone up by my TV on, like, a tripod thing to, to record, and I was, like, cut off from here, so I looked like, you know, like a little kid at the table. Hi, I'm Cole <laughs> Eastwood, because I just well, didn't like, get the camera yeah. pointed down far enough, so it kind of looked like I was at the big boy table, and we had well, a laugh like a little- that.
1: You look like a middle-aged Filipino driver in an SUV. All you see is like the top of their head, and just see hands on the steering wheel. And they're like, "How can she see?" Yeah, that's yeah. That, we, that's call that, we call that we call that the
0: old people, the blue hair and the white knuckles. And you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, with the old people driving around hogging up both lanes. I hate that. I got it.
1: I got to tell you, by the way, when you were talking about the lighting and stuff like that, and doing videos and everything else. I know it sounds silly, guys. You look at like my setup now that I finally got, you know, uh, proper lighting and everything else. It ain't simple. Like the setup for each show, I've got to turn on like five or six different lights to get rid of the shadows and everything else just to get yeah. this setup the way it is. And, and Colt has to do the same thing. When this show when this show's over, I have to unplug all the lights that I have set up in different areas strategically to make it look this way, right? And yeah. the camera, same thing. And so it's a, it's a real pain in the neck. But, man, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, though. You know, a lot of people think that just sitting yep. here talking like this is like, oh, I could do that. No, you can't. Because if you can, a lot of people would be doing it. I mean, a lot of people do, but to do it well, man, it's a, it's a lot of hard work. So, yeah, and, you
0: know, my, a- and my recommendation or my best advice to you is, you know, set up your stuff, make a video, watch it back after it's done and go, oh, you know, next time I'll adjust this. And it's always going to take a few videos before you get it to where, uh, sure. you know, it's and just like my skits works. and stuff,
1: It's a thing, man. When I'm done doing my skits, I'm dripping in sweat. I got like, because I'm, you know, I'm screaming, I'm running around, I'm throwing myself on the floor, doing whatever I'm doing. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work, but I mean, in the end, it's rewarding. It's a lot of fun. By the way, Happy Bomb in the chat has put a link for Fonza's GoFundMe. So if yes. anybody's interested, take a look in the chat. It's right down there, okay? So anyways, awesome. Carry on. Awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Meg. Let's talk about how Jim Ryan was fired from <laughs> uh, PlayStation. And, and you laugh, you laugh, but... Um... This is kind of a tough one to call, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, the best bet uh, on the roulette table that uh, Jim Ryan was asked to call it, call it a day. Um, and I don't mean fired, but I think my best educated guess was that they said, um, wait, what?" I'm looking at this footage here. What's her name? Pan Am. Shout out to Pan Am, uh, everyone's favorite character in, in cyberpunk. Um. That Jim Ryan sidebar. Jim Ryan was. Uh, I think they. I, Mag. I think they said, "All right, Jim. Um, I think you, you want. I think you should go. I think we're done. I think we got Hold what on. we needed." Yeah. I, 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 I you don't. Yeah. I don't want you to agree with me. I want to have a I'm discussion, not. maybe slash an argument, but I want to have a very reasonable discussion about why people have been calling for Phil. I'm talking when you're supposed to talk. Phil Spencer is supposed to be fired, not Jim. Go.
1: <laughs> Before I say anything, risk it for the biscuit. You better calm down in that chat, all right? Like he's going off. Mag, did you miss me? No, obviously I did not miss you. So you know, I think I, I missed think him. Already... I missed him enough. No. No, I no no no. Of course, I missed him. I have. I need somebody to banter with in the chat besides Cord Wayner. By the way, Wayner, I am so sorry. Someone else said Cord Wiener and then put pictures of hot dogs. I'm I apologize. It just came out fast. Uh, well, <laughs> pause. Uh, anyhow. Um, Someone at the beginning of the podcast said, Jim Ryan rage quit.
0: (laughs) I saw that. I saw that.
1: (laughs) It still makes me laugh. Uh, Anyways, here's the thing. If you look at the situation, most of the CEOs of Sony, of the gaming side, on the PlayStation side, I think, they're usually only about five years in anyway. Right? Five years or so. And you got the Sean Layden, five years. uh, You know, uh, Jim Ryan, five, uh, five years, I think it was. Um, so it's, that's pretty standard. We did talk about this before. Cause I have a friend who's father was a CEO of some, uh, of three major companies. And I think I told you about this before. I well, actually, I discussed it last week on the show is that you actually sign your resignation when you sign your, when you sign your contract. So they'll say, really? yeah, that's, that's pretty standard. And like, these are major CEOs. Like I, the, the guy, I'm not gonna say the companies that he was CEO of, but three that I knew of when he, and he told me himself he said when he signs his contract it's usually like a 60 month contract so that's your 5 years and you're signing your resignation and that's put in an envelope and sealed and then it's put as a legal document so that like when you they sign call it you don't have
0: it, to draft something up they just have something like pre-made No
1: it's it's ready it's it's sealed it's dealt with with the lawyers it's put away in a safe somewhere, who knows what. And then when that 60-month comes, they pull it out, they present it, and then they whatever. And then they probably do another co-signing of something. I'm not saying every corporation works like that, but at least the three that I know of, which were are major corporations, and one of them is a cell phone company, one is a bank, right? And the other one was an internet company. Again, I won't say names. But in those cases specifically, he did tell me specifically, he had to sign his resignation when he signed his contract. So... It would make sense if you actually look at the pattern of PlayStation. Every five years or so, a new CEO is put into place. So they're probably doing the same thing, right? Every five years or so, then you bring in fresh blood. You give them a run for five years, bring in fresh blood. Although they should never have gotten rid of Sean Layden. He was just the best. Uh, well, can I, mean, I
0: ask you about Sean Layton? Because sure. I really liked him as well. And um, I kind of like Jim Ryan in some ways because uh, he's you know, it's shown them success, but what happened with Sean Laden? in your opinion? Cause we'll never know.
1: You know, that, that, that
0: what was, that what do you think shadier. they didn't like about Sean Laden to, I, I to don't have know. Him go.
1: I don't know. I can't speculate on that. I can only tell you that. Yeah, I you can. We're on a podcast where more, all we do is speculate. <laughs> That's fair enough. I uh, mean, do you have any that, idea
0: I, or you never really thought about it?
1: No, I did think about it, but the thing is, that kind of crushes my narrative, <laughs> so to speak, because then I then there's also there's almost almost a part of me that says that he was let go nefariously.
0: You right? mean it crushes because your your reasoning for Jim Ryan's departure? Of every
1: five years, yeah, like that that kind of thing. It just well, like how long know, was he in? in uh, offhand, I cannot remember offhand, but um, anyways, I I, I I don't remember. Might um, have been the same. Someone help me out.
0: But Maybe I, it was I find longer. out how many
1: years. Find yeah, does anybody know
0: offhand, or can Google super quickly? Um, I mean, I don't really care, but I, it feels like Sean Layden wasn't there. SCP. Their super
1: if you actually paid attention, they already have a successor in place.
0: Yes, they. Uh, he is the. Right. He is one of the CEOs at, yes. at Sony. He's not a PlayStation leader. He's they already. Sony leader. They
1: announced it the same day that Jim. Well, Ryan's he's he's an interim.
0: Uh, yeah. Interim person until yes. uh, until they bring somebody in. So.
1: Well, that's the other thing. Do, do they even bother bringing in someone else in? I think they're going to test him out to see how well he does during his first day. Uh, so are you day- staying, are you you know staying I mean? on the
0: fact that you think that Jim Ryan had had met up with his five-year prerequisite? Like, that was a, like we're going to give you at least I'm five years. I'm saying it's possible.
1: I'm saying it's possible. And there's also the possibility, to, like, even for someone like me, I still have to report to seniors. On top of what, even the fact that I'm, you know, at the top in, the, in this area, I still have seniors above me who will give me, you know, annual reviews and say, hey, you're doing great, keep going, or whatever else, or this is Mm -hmm. what you're going to improve on, or else whatever. Or else they say, you know what, we're going to move you to a different uh, department or whatever if they don't feel that you're flourishing over here. Let's also face the fact that Jim Ryan is not super young, right? And the guy's been with the company for 30 years. Is it distinct possibility that maybe he's tired and wants to retire? Like, 30 years with Sony's a long time, man. Like, he's given his blood. So it's like, let him yeah. retire. Pull, the, pull the, pair, the golden parachute and walk away. You well, know, what, what's the problem?
0: What about, let the, him retire? what about the theory that he tried to stop the ABK deal and Sony and PlayStation wanted him to get the best possible outcome or get that deal blocked? He couldn't, and they're like, you know what? But then there's the other theory. So here, here's two theories we'll work with. Maybe it's a combination. Is that right. the ABK didn't get blocked. Or is it the, uh, you're pushing to expand places beyond just the console, and we don't like that? I have a lot to say about the latter, about the second option.
1: Do you actually think that those decisions are his, though? Or do you, you know think what? that's I, coming from someone else? You know what?
0: I Actually, yeah, I don't, I don't actually think Jim Ryan makes those decisions. That's what I'm but- saying.
1: I don't think he is. Like the president of the United States, you could say whatever you want. You could say, oh, he's got all the power in the world. Well, actually, most of the decisions that are made are made by a committee, not or him. Or
0: ideas. It's,
1: you know what I mean? It's just like it's just like, yeah, he signs he signs the, the the you know he signs the documents and whatever else. But there's a lot of people making those decisions in the background. You're basically doing the damage control when you're a CEO, yeah, right? You're not yeah. you're not calling every single shot. There's a board <clears> of directors. There's a board. You know there there are advisors that are all these other things. There are in the, in, the, in the government. There's the Senate. Everything else. There are a lot of people that make these decisions. Yeah. Right. So therefore, I don't think Jim Ryan sat down and goes, you know what? I'm going to do this. And then that's it. That's not how it works.
0: Oh, Jesse P says this disingenuous spin. I don't know if he means the chat or us is why he says why probably me I'm crapping on some content creators. And I, I feel like some of the things that you're saying sound super reasonable. We're also, we're also discussing the, the teeter and the totter of this. Like, you and I don't believe that he made decisions that people blame him for being, uh, you know, a downfall or, or a or an issue with PlayStation. I will pose, Jesse, that I watched Sean Layden say that the console, you know, that gaming shouldn't be a walled garden, and he was talking about expanding the PlayStation platform beyond just the pl- plastic, and then. I swear it was like three months or six months after that. He was like, I'm going somewhere else. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Does, does PlayStation not have these ideas? Is this only Sean Lane's idea? Like, Hey, I want to expand. I want to expand to cloud and other devices and put our games on PC. And then John Layden leaves. And then Jim Ryan's like, the console's not enough. We're going to start, we're, we're going to hire Nixus. We're going to start putting our games on PC. So you have to wonder Is the leadership at PlayStation, maybe the Japanese segment of PlayStation is like, you know what? We really like that our consoles just continue to rise in sales and we don't want to hinder that. And maybe their mentality in business is like, we want to stay with a traditional sales momentum because it's working really well for us. I've said that. that Fair to say.
1: Yes. And I've said that a million times before, actually, in in a different context. But the same idea is that uh, Japanese business practices are very conservative. Uh, They if they find that they've got an avenue that works for them, very rarely now they will improve upon it. But very rarely will they deviate from it, because why not? You know, I mean, if you want to use the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of, you know, look at Nintendo. Nintendo literally still has us buying cartridges in
0: 2023. (laughs) Yeah, they do. And they will continue to do so. And they will
1: continue to do so in the future. We are still buying cartridges. They're just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. The next ones are going to be the size of a raisin. So, you know what I mean? But the thing is, at the end of the day, it's it's still a cartridge. Sony would be still selling, uh, you know, we'd still be getting uh, CDs or whatever. Well, we still are. I mean, DVDs, essentially, or Blu-rays, whatever (laughs) you want to say now for disc. However, the point is they want to stay traditional as possible because it's working for them. Why mess with it and why expand? Why go off-road? They're not, I don't think they're interested in where the techno. I mean, they're interested where the technology is going, but not in the way that, like, for example, Microsoft is sort of, Gone completely off road and say, you know what? We're going to start going into cloud. We're going to start offering our product everywhere. We're going to start, yeah. you know, expanding this and that. They're not interested in that. They're interested in hardware and software and and services that are combined with that, right? So I think yeah. that that's it's and and like I said, that falls in line with Japanese business. If anybody uh, has any experience with Japanese business, you'll know that it is very conservative. They will continue to improve that business. It doesn't say stagnant. They will continue to improve it to make it the best possible uh, business outcome that they can have. However, they very rarely, like I said, they very rarely deviate from that. So that's that's, yeah, so and- that, that's a possibility too. Maybe they don't like that idea. They don't like the radical idea of, hey, let's put it everywhere and this and that or whatever. You know what I mean? They, they, yeah, they, well, to not its credit,
0: now. to their credit, I would also agree. I would say, why rock the boat when... The PS5 sales are doing very well; they're on a continual climb. Now, I meant yes. to bring this up earlier, Mag, but let me give you this uh, this information from VG Charts that uses interpolation and best uh, practices estimations for Xbox figures. But here's the current state of the console sales, which is this is really what we're kind of attaching this this rationale to with the way that Jim, Ryan, and Sean Lane changed things. They, uh, this this says, uh, where is it? The Xbox Series consoles is slightly ahead of the Xbox 360 in its same amount of time on the market. And it is tied with the Xbox One, just like the PS5 is tied with the sales position of the PS4. Now, the 360 was a killer, killer sales uh, moment for Xbox, but gaming was a bit smaller back in the early 2000s but the funny that thing about correct. xbox series consoles are in line with xbox one in the three and a half year uh or so almost essentially four years
1: nothing ago. nothing has changed in three generations
0: except you have to think about this mag when the xbox one launched you were told not to buy one by the mass <laughs> market right that's true and, yep. I, and I was there. Like I mean in the in the opening 6 uh, months, I told people not to buy one. And then eventually didn't love the heck out of it. But it looks bad that the Xbox Series S and X are in line with the worst Xbox console, the Xbox 1. But you also have to remember for 10 years or for 8 years Xbox has said you don't have to buy a console. You like all these games? You can buy a console, but we do not require it. And the PS5 is a requisite console to play the games, and it's yes. keeping up with the PS4, which should still be a really good metric. But I think the PS5 is almost double the sales of the Xbox consoles, which we've been used to for 10 years. But yeah. l- I want to tie that into Jim Ryan, like because I think he's done a great job of selling the PS5 consoles. And if that's what the Japan segment leadership of PlayStation wants, I think he's done his job. So... How can we argue that he was asked to let go? There has to be more to it.
1: I don't know, man. It's, it, it, like, like I said, there are a thousand... Di- like this, this spider web can go in a million directions as to all the different ideas. It could be a distinct possibility that this is just... Coincidental timing, and he was going to quit anyway. I mean, he's not quitting like tomorrow. He's quitting in uh, in March, March, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. March twenty twenty four. So he's given his notice, and then that's it. And the guy's retiring. Like I said, he put in thirty years with Sony. So there's a distinct possibility. He says, guys, I'm tired. Give me my package. Let me go <laughs> retire in peace. I got a cottage up north. Let me just go. You know what I mean? And and then that's it. It could just be as simple as that. Or, like we talked about for the last ten minutes, it could be. He was let go. They didn't like his ideas. Maybe they didn't like the direction. Maybe they didn't like that he didn't fight hard enough against ABK, which was going to happen anyway. I mean, they're they're smart enough to know that that was going to happen anyway. It was a matter of stalling.
0: And you did fight hard.
1: Hey, I think they weren't trying to stop it. I actually think they're just trying to stall it. And the reason for that is because I think that Sony absolutely knew. Listen, their lawyers are just as good as the Microsoft lawyers. They knew exactly what was going to happen. They knew that the outcome well before anybody else knew uh, what the outcome was going to be. However, what they did, what they what they try to do is stall tactics, and they're trying to do stall tactics to buy their studios time to be able to release games as a service games and their first party uh, single player games, right? So they were trying to delay it. Like if, if if Xbox came out, let's say a year a year ago. And had the ABK, it was already done. And all of a sudden, you know, Call of Duty's all over the place, and all these AB, you know, all these ABK games are going to go to Xbox, and blah 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 blah. They would have gotten an upper hand on the gen. But what's yeah. happening now? They're selling two to one over Xbox, okay? And therefore, they're doing exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to get that upper hand so that when Microsoft gets that momentum, they start they start to catch up. But Sony's going to keep skyrocketing in the other direction as. The second half of the Gen starts and then their big games start coming out. This is if you look at the way the PS5 generation and the PS4 generation are basically the same idea. Very little came out in the first three years. they relied on third party uh, uh, you know uh, uh, deals and all that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And
1: then the second half of the gen is when they started just throwing haymakers from basically from uncharted four and on, it, it looks like this generation is setting up the same way, right right And so what did they try to do? We can't stop ABK, so let's let's delay them as long as humanly possible until our studios are ready to start dropping bombs, right? And I figure that's that that's a possibility too, right? So yeah, I don't think they let Jim. The reason why I brought that up is I don't think they let you know. I don't think Jim was sent packing because of ABK. I think that that again, I think it was just the guy wanted to retire, and they wanted some fresh blood in there. Maybe they or maybe they don't like this idea. Maybe they want a more traditional Japanese approach. They put in a Japanese CEO, which is yeah. What they did. I mean, he's
0: an interim, but yeah. I mean, you're you're doing a pretty good job of arguing just, both sides. I'm just which, saying,
1: like we, yeah. we don't know, we don't know. And I mean, I don't never need Jim to Ryan
0: to be fired. And I also know full no. well that in the professional CEO environment, you never find out if someone was asked to leave or fired or if they left on their own accord. That's just the way they do it in corp in corporate in the corporate world. Uh, when Don Matrick left, like he's like, oh, hey, I'm going to work for Zynga. And it's like, duh, you were asked to leave. That Xbox One launch was ridiculous. And everyone was probably in total agreement that Xbox was like, you're out of here. But with Jim Ryan, I feel like the majority of people are like, even the PlayStation fans are like, yeah, I think they had him, go- they told him to go. Because you know full well, Mag, that there are a lot of things that Jim Ryan's pushing that PlayStation diehards do not like. The PlayStation Portal, the PSVR, and PSVR 2. Of course, none of these games that are coming out are Jim Ryan's babies. They're all from Sean Layden and before. And so, like, what has he done other than say, the console's not enough, and we'll let the games do the talking. Xbox, take it away. You have games. And uh, I, I kid... No, I don't kid. I mean it. Um, So they have... uh, Jim Ryan's done this stuff where he's like, console's not enough. We're going to put our games on PC. Some of them come sooner than two years. Some are a year. Some may be sooner. And then the gas. The games as a service titles is another big push. I've got a quote from Christopher Dring, good friend of mine, from gamesindustry.biz. Now he doesn't like me, unfortunately. I'm a nice guy, but he doesn't like me, Mag. Um, He... Uh, unfortunate. Not everybody's going to like me, except for Gaz, septic sauce. He might like me. i got to read his chat. So Christopher Dring said, um, let's see. Oh, first, the the quote from uh, the, the media said, Sony's live service pivot may not pay off the way Jim Ryan once hoped. And Christopher Dring said, unfortunately, unless Sony builds out some multiplayer games and stronger revenue from its software business, it will struggle to grow significantly, close quote. Mag, I'm going to read that one more time to you because he says, unfortunately, unless Sony builds out some multiplayer games and stronger revenue from its software business, it will struggle to grow significantly. Can you digest that? Does he mean their games don't sell enough, but the consoles do? I wish you could see it.
1: The the consoles... No, no, no. I'm just digesting it. I'm sort of letting it marinate in my head. Uh, I think that... The consoles, well, the consoles do sell well. I mean, there's no question about that, it. I mean, if, you got, if you look at the, if you look at the uh, the sales, what was it for August? I think it was. I think the August sales just came out like like, like a week ago. Like they sold like 11 million consoles, and yeah. they haven't even launched Spider Man yet. Um, Pause. I think that
0: first. Yeah. I, I meant to say it's like a half an hour ago, but you're seeing Starfield footage on the screen that I recorded uh, after I had put out my review, and none of this power. Like this, the special Starborn powers, I've never shown them because I wanted to give the game like almost a month because it was so none of like the none of this extra stuff that Starfield does was even allowed to be talked about for the first like few weeks of the game. So that's why you're seeing it here today because these are great clips that I when I'm you know loving the game and doing that. But anyway, you were saying uh, the whole thing about Spider-Man. I'm sorry I derailed you.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> Uh, I think that a lot of Sony's success does come. Obviously, it comes from first party, but I don't think that's enough to carry the console. I think what carries the console, I, not I think, I know what carries the console are the third party games, and they will continue to do that as long as they do, as long as they make the marketing. Uh, as long as they buy the marketing or or take part in the marketing of the biggest big ticket name game, oh like, yeah, for example, sure, like a Star year.
0: Wars game or whatever that they uh, yeah make.
1: like a, mm-hmm. a star yeah exactly like a Star Wars game, uh, a Final Fantasy game, even though when it you say didn't third party, it.
0: you mean they make the majority of their money off of something like Call of Duty, FIFA, uh, whatever. Oh yeah, right? like
1: yeah, and then of course, and then on top of that, you're gonna you're going to take a thirty percent cut, or sorry, you seventy percent cut. Thirty percent goes to the publisher, right? And then when you get something like that, all of a sudden, then you're going to look at a, at a situation. Sorry, sorry, they take 30%. Publisher takes 70 We do My that best. every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, you know, I, I mixed it up. I mixed it up. Sorry. Before but Everybody, you, goes,
0: everybody knows what saying. we mean when we, when we mix it up. You know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And then the
1: other thing is, look at the microtransactions, all that kind of stuff. They get a cut of all those things, too. Obviously, the publisher gets it for having their live service. But then also, Sony does gets a piece of the pie, too, right? But then you look at the situation where, like, for example, this year, the biggest, one of the biggest selling games of the year, one of was Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy was marketed through PlayStation. They sold a ton of copies and they on PlayStation. They didn't
0: have to do anything or pay. Uh, well, they paid nope. for marketing, but they didn't have to invest in that, right?
1: Not Well, I'm sure they put in something, obviously, to, to be able to get the marketing uh,
0: right. Little Evil Gaming says, Colt, their games are so expensive, meaning PlayStation, that they almost break even, I think, and they're the ones... They are one and some... They're one and done, he means is right. Uh, oh, with yeah, no yeah, extra revenue. Now you you've talked about this. Uh, reiterate for the audience about how much you need to make on your game in yes. the in the multiplier.
1: The two and a half times, basically. So it's it's it, it, that's the that's the industry standard. If a game costs a hundred
0: million, they have to sell. Yeah, in the movies and, yeah,
1: two hundred and fifty million to break even. Um, because God. of all the other right. <laughs> that's the that's the, break, that's the break even. Same thing with movies. Like movies are the same thing. If you had a movie for whatever stupid reason, like Disney, if you had a movie that costs like four hundred fifty, four hundred million dollars, it's going to take almost it's going to take a billion dollars to break even, basically, at the end of it. And I know uh, some people yeah. are like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it sounds crazy, but it's not crazy. Uh, uh, but I, I don't want to go into that whole. Thing I've already explained it on the show. I took a I did like a five ten-minute segment as to how that works and why that works. The video game industry is no different. And uh, anyway, the thing is, maybe they're not making enough. They're obviously making something, but li- like I said, like the, the Hogwarts Legacy situation, they sold a ton of consoles and they sold a ton of copies during that month. Uh, of that specific game and a ton of PS5 consoles, and that's what skyrocketed them uh, way past where. It, like, remember, the Xbox and PlayStation were pretty close for a while there, and then all of a sudden, it just went boom. Uh, and this then generation,
0: I mean, people make fun it of me constantly. There was, um, it was like October of 2021. Right. I don't, I can't remember when it was, but it was on my podcast. I had Samurai Kbg and Hargeed on, and this clip of me gets shared all the time. Because Aaron Greenberg hinted that that the console sales might be slightly ahead of PlayStation that month um, because they had a big month, and PlayStation had a big chip problem, and so I was like, "We're hearing that Xbox might be slightly ahead of PlayStation in console sales this month," and I think it ended up not being the case. And people were like, "You're such a clown!" It's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I hurt your feelers on that." Uh, I like shooting people in their cockpit in yeah, this game. Yeah,
1: it's- it's whatever. It is what it is. But the thing is, at the end of the day, I think that they're still going to be making that money. As long as they're selling, listen, as long as they're selling those consoles, the people who are purchasing those consoles, they're going to be be playing the games on that console. Otherwise, what are you buying it for, right? And so even if it's for kids or whatever, they get that Slim coming out. People are getting it for Christmas. They're playing Spider-Man. They're going to be playing Fortnite. And if they're not playing Fortnite, then they're going to be playing Call of Duty Warzone, and whatever else, and any other free to game, uh, free to play games that come out and all that, they're I, making a ton of money.
0: I, I got to help Heisenberg Donald in the chat who said Starfield sucks. It's such a boring game. Yeah, Starfield can be boring and can be quiet. Like I know sometimes we can be used to the uh, cookie cutter, you know, open world games where you press square and triangle real fast, and you got quick time events, and those games can be really heavy head- heavy hitting, and really fast paced and fun. And uh, we've done that a lot, but. Starfield is a different animal. It's like a game where you grow into and you you experience it and you build and you work on your ship and you experience like the whole entire universe. It's really, really good. It's not boring, but he said, uh, never compare the quality exclusives from Sony with Xbox's exclusives. Now, I'm misquoting him there because he said bad Xbox exclusives, but Heisenberg Donald, I want to help you out. This is going to be very hard for you to hear, but... Xbox has had a few small games and some big games. This generation, PlayStation has them beat in quality rating by 1%. It's like 88 versus 87% in the favor of PlayStation. And you may not like some of the games, or I may not love every game that PlayStation or Xbox puts out, and this is a little lesson to the amazing people who are here watching the show, but... There are games that are well loved and well received and high, and like they may not look as good as this or that, or this one plays way better, this one offers way more um, playtime than a one and done, or whatever it is. But just remember that with Xbox Studios now, you said it earlier, Meg, that Xbox has had very few misses. The only real miss, obviously, is Redfall. Even Halo Infinite launched great, had a year or so of bad, and now. People are freaking loving what they've done. Uh, so actually, just- you know what? I,
1: I thought Halo Infinite was a great game from the start. It's just nobody played it. It just didn't yeah, take it fell off, off. There was, after there was no, that
0: month. Yeah, there was no
1: traction <laughs> at all. And I actually had no problem with it. I, I saw some people complaining this and that. The only thing that they really shot themselves in the foot with with that specific game was the multiplayer. The multiplayer was excellent. They just didn't. They're like, yeah, you're getting the map, and I'm like, okay, cool. When? I don't know, like eighteen months.
0: I mean like, Gaz you know I mean? and I like, like, Gaz what? used to be my co-host on this channel uh yeah. during the Halo Infinite launch and we were very adamant about 343 just just delay the game. Give it one more year. Ease on your team, get a better product and now we see that if Halo Infinite would have come out in 2022 they would have had a big game that they didn't have that year. They would have yeah, launched that game extra grounded and, and it then- would have been a better product. So, yeah, and it would have had a more online support because there wasn't
1: like after the fact they had online support. It just took too damn long. Yeah, because by the time the support came, everybody left, and everybody's like, "Okay, whatever, dude. You want to give us a map in a year from now? Cool. You oh, know, oh, you're, gonna, you're gonna give us a co-op like before." Polly Walnut
0: sure. says, "Gosh, we get someone not like Starfield because Coldice would cry. I talked to lots of people." <laughs> You guys don't listen. I, I'm not like, a big
1: I'm not a big I've fan been on Starfield. this
0: I've been on this podcast. I've talked about how Starfield was really great. Once you get into the second playthrough, like a lot of stuff falls off and there's a lot of stuff that is not as enjoyable. Once that kind of wears down, it really shows things that could have been better about Starfield. But people say that I don't like Starfield or it didn't get me. I'm like I totally get that because the first 5 hours can be really dull. Uh, depending on how you play the game or how you enter into it, like I'm totally fine with someone not liking Starfield. Now, if you say you don't like Red Dead Redemption, then we have words. But yeah, I mean, if just because it's an Xbox game, I definitely well. don't subscribe to that. But remember, rem- please remember that if someone, if I'm wearing a green t shirt with an Xbox logo, by the way, I don't really own Xbox apparel, but if I'm always wearing green, I'm Mr. Xbox, I'm going to sneeze.
1: I got this as my workout shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, just because someone's favorite platform is most of the story. And
1: I'm like, this is not connecting with me. And that's fine. Because like I said before, you can have a hundred people watch the greatest movie ever made. You're still going to five, 10 people that say they didn't, it didn't connect with them. And it just, yeah. and you know, what the funny thing is I'm into open world games and RPGs and all that kind of stuff. It, this just didn't speak to me. Right. And that's fine. Yeah. I'm not yeah. trashing it. I didn't say it's bad at all. I'm saying it's not for me.
0: Yeah. And that's it, uh, that's
1: it. Other, other games spoke to me more. That's all. Yeah, and, and so I'm like, and, okay, well it is what it is.
0: <laughs> I'll say for the record, Starfield's outpost building sucks big time. And is worthless <laughs> for me. And, and I was talking a, to Fonz. I'm, I'm Fonz I'm loves the game. And he's like, why did they do anything amazing with this? Like he says, I loved doing that in fallout four. I'm like, yeah, I know. And he's starting to see it, but man, we love the game. And, as funny as it is mag like you and i typically I mean, a lot everybody in the chat here like we usually just really like a lot of games and have l- very few complaints like i don't know it's a hobby what are you going to do about it uh fantasticals no, <laughs> no. what a great name just yeah. colt sneezewood sneeze yeah i was and yeah. all of a sudden it was like <laughs> my nose like um uh, let me get back we were on top we were all all crazy on topic yeah, uh, i want to talk about xbox games for a minute um, I know this leak is sure. like two weeks old from a two-year-old uh, leaked email, but nobody talked about this but me, but Bethesda has something in the works called Project Kestrel, and I'm like, I wonder if there's anything on Project Kestrel, and I googled it, and it was like uh, wheelchairs for like um, people that are dealing with uh, mobility problems or something, and I'm like, no, that's not it, and I'm like, what is Kestrel? And I look up the word Kestrel, because I'm not a smart guy. Kestrel is a falcon a small falcon in north america that is a bird of prey and i'm like bethesda bird of prey falcon bird prey prey arcane is working on a new game could it be prey 2 and i i don't remember meg have you ever played prey from 2016
1: yes i did yes
0: i I love that game to death did you like it
1: yeah, it's actually it's actually not bad at all. I uh, I went back. So I I missed it the first time around, but I actually heard Rand uh, talk about it on one of his shows. He says, "Oh, I went back and I played Prey, and he went back and played Dishonored." And I said, "And he's saying it's worth it's worth another look now." And th- this is when um, this is when Bethesda was first acquired, right? And they did like oh, yeah, some updates yeah. to the games. They they did uh, the up That basically in in a way they remastered the game. And he says it's really worth. Yeah, it, a got, it look. got
0: the FPS boost, and it was uh, yes, yeah, sharpened up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they sharpened it up, and so I ended up going back, and I said, you know what, Rand said it, let me go check it out, so I did check it out, I actually enjoyed both, uh, by the way, it's not Prey 2, uh, as soon as they said, you know, uh, w- when you're looking at that, they're actually making a Klingon game, it's going to be a Klingon RPG game, okay, and we're flying, <laughs> and we're flying bird. Bert- well, because their ships are called Birds of Prey, right, so that's what's oh, actually happening. See, Either that's that- what happens
0: when I don't know my, I don't know my Star Trek, yeah.
1: Either that or it's going to be a Harley Quinn simulator uh, and then uh, it's going to be her and like maybe Poison Ivy. They're going to have a, a, a Bird of Prey uh, RPG. That's what's actually really happening. But anyways, well, you're absolutely we, right. Can we, pour
0: out, can we pour out a 40 for um, for Harley Quinn and the uh, Suicide Squad game that uh, has you know been what? delayed and was supposed may, to be really may, cool? I think it looks fun. I hope <laughs> it's good. What do you think?
1: No, no. No. It, no? I, <laughs> no. Just no. Whatever the hell that was, no. No. Why didn't you just make a fourth Batman game and just call it a day? Why mess with the formula? Well, that was the that is so good.
0: Well, yeah, it was Rocksteady, but remember the original, I don't know, we're going to be on this tangent for just a second, but the original reveals of Suicide Squad looked awesome, and then you get this crazy Crackdown 4 vibe on the, the close to release uh, thing. I don't know if you remember that.
1: Uh, dude, I don't
0: all the purple why couldn't you orbs just make and- a fourth
1: and you know what the thing is why did you do what you did with that story in our Ar- arkham knight for anybody who didn't play it i'm not i'm not gonna give a spoiler alert because people give me crap for a 10 year old spoiler alert i'm like if you haven't watched it or played it in 10 years what have you been waiting for you know what i mean the second coming of christ he's gonna bring a controller and go here you can finally play my son and okay. then you're like oh we go thank you lord yeah all right come on so anyways at the end of the arkham knight that whole situation and then they, and then they make this uh, gotham knights game why why do you paint yourself into a corner why do they do this all the time it's not a good creative decision why do you kill off main characters and then all of a sudden now you're screwed you don't like they do it in video games they do it yeah, in movies. it's
0: it's fine it's so you can stupid. always you can always jump to a different timeline and and like we live in a we yeah, live sure. in an era where it's okay to do a multiverse, or where you do a, an alternate timeline for a character like Batman. But I just don't understand why you you make four amazing Batman games, and you're like, you know what? We're just going to leave that character alone when Spider-Man is thriving at the upper echelons of uh, of popularity. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't J-Go know why six, I brought that uh, up.
1: J-Go he six, says, "Just spoil it, dude." I, but yeah, okay, okay. Bruce Wayne dies. Okay. All right. There you go. Bruce Wayne dies. So okay, you was, didn't know. You didn't play the game. So they they painted themselves in a corner. Why did you make this stupid I think suicide they said that squad in trailers four player and... game? It looks like, oh my god. It's just it basically looks like a better version of like forget it. I, I don't want to talk about it. Get back well, to got, the topic. Gotham Knights upset. has
0: come into Game Pass and I would highly recommend yeah, well, people take time to try that game out and just you have I hate that you have to do that where you have to shut off and just say, "Look, it's not going to be amazing." But enjoy the game. Uh, sometimes it's, it's, like it's, goes.
1: it's kind of fun. Like the, the, the combat's fun, and you know, beating the crap out of people with your like little billy sticks and all that stuff. That's kind of cute.
0: But I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like the game. Risking for the biscuit with a three dollar Australian. But we can agree the larger outlets are biased. Yeah, I mean, risk it. Uh, IGN has biased people in it. was channel has biased people in it. Uh, except yep. for Meg. he's he's un- he's immaculate. And, yes, everybody has a bias, but I just think it would be better for IGN to have, like, five people review the game and then put a collective, say, here's IGN's score. But they're not going kind to of do like that. Jury. Right.
1: kind of like a jury. Right! Kind of like the idea of, like, a jury duty kind of thing. You have, like, five people play the game, and then you all come to the table with a score. And then you almost have, like, an, almost an internal Metacritic, because you know what? IGN is big enough. They've got offices all over the planet You have I mean, they do an IGN
0: Japan, IGN uh, Brazil, and IGN U.S. North America, but...
1: Dude, they're they're all over Europe, Canada, everywhere. I just don't
0: understand why they don't... Like, I know that they have a few people there, and I know they're busy reviewing all kinds of games, but why not just... I don't know. I guess you have to pick and choose. Like like Garden Simulator 4 is going to come out, and you're not going to put a team of five people on a review because that's the new standard. Maybe that's why they don't do it. But oh,
1: hold on. There's another. There's another reason, though. The other reason is this. Let's also not forget that because they have, because PlayStation has a bigger fan base, it also brings more clicks and more traffic to the website, right? So, sure. you know, so if you lean heavier on that, you get more eyeballs. On this on on the stories. And of course, that brings them more revenue and brings it in turn brings them more ad revenue as well. Right. So the more people that come and click, the more companies come in and start putting in their money. And then, of course, they get all the sponsorships and everything else. And so, yeah. So in, in a way, it's in the way that they look at it, they have to appease the larger audience. And then, of course, what comes with that is bias. Because you're going to look at it and say, well, you know, PlayStation is our go to brand. They're the ones that are making us millions, you know, you know what I mean? Hundreds of millions of dollars in this company. And that's the way they look at it. So that's their bread and butter. Yeah, I could see exactly why. And, and you know, and it may turn some people into not so objective when it comes to their reviews or whatever, right? Yeah.
0: So, and we covered it pretty thoroughly last week. Um, Someone
1: said something, by the way, earlier in the chat. I can't remember who it is, but he was saying, you know, you get like a, like a sixty-something-year-old guy who hates Transformers movies, and then they send him to the review. They send him to review the fifth Transformer movie, right? Right. You know, right. and the guy the guy hated the first four, and you send him off to the fifth. He's already got that preconceived idea in his head that this is going to suck. Yeah. Right. I mean, so already was, he's walking in there with a six out of ten.
0: I was annoyed back in 2016 when GameSpot said. Hi, I'm so and so. I'm not going to say his name, but he goes. I'm going to be reviewing Gears Four, and I'm not a Gears fan. So here we go. That was his opening. I am like, I mean, I guess you could be one over, but I don't know. We covered it a lot last week. Cyber with the five dollars super. He also DMs me and goes, "Dude, I got to see that AI photo of Phil. So maybe I'll uh, I'll have to bring up that." Uh, credit's probably gone by now uh but yeah i'll have to show it to a couple people he says it was tapioca pudding time in the old folks home jim ryan had to get back before they sent out the orderlies oh messy scrub nurse with a five dollar thank you scrub says this seems like a vote of no confidence by the board with all of his plans we found the abk deal i don't think he would have stepped down this fast
1: well he's also not stepping down that yes he's not wrong but also If he was asked to leave, or if he's being pushed out, they wouldn't make him wait another eight months to do it.
0: Like uh, Don Matrick seemed to have left immediately. I don't. Do you
1: remember? uh, Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty much over. Like it was pretty much like, okay, get out. You know what I mean? And he was already gone, and he had another job within like whatever. But the thing you look at, uh, what's his name, Uh, Bob Chapek from uh, Disney, when they let him go and they brought Dum Dum back in to ruin, to you know, to basically uh, ruin it further. uh, They let Chapek go that night
0: oh he was at yeah. a, he
1: was at an elton john concert on a sunday night at like 10 p.m. and they texted him and they said you're out by monday morning oh. his office was already cleaned out so if this was the case if they're pushing him out the door why you're not keeping this guy around till march okay you know I, I'm can saying? I can
0: i uh, that's that's doesn't good doesn't to know that's, who who was that and uh, Scrubner, was scrubners that thank night. you for that for getting us uh, on the right track with that of course, it can be fun to say, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't like Jim. They ask him to leave. It could be it can be a fun discussion among, amongst lots of us who don't know what we're talking about, but I like to hear reason. I like to learn. Dizguy, thank you for the five. Says, I swear, I never do this, but big pet peeve and love in this community is, quote, my hypothesis is not theory. The later has provable data. Sorry. Haha, <laughs> I just had to say that. Yeah, I know. I use the word theory all the time when it should be a hypothesis, but... Mag and I also don't wear a white lab coat so we can say whatever we want. Just kidding. Um,
1: What do you mean, just kidding? I say whatever I want anyway.
0: Yeah, we do anyway, but yeah, it would be... I'm going to start doing that. My hypothesis, under the hypotenuse, uh, Septic Sauce, he's probably not here anymore, he's probably in bed, uh, he says, Mag is Nick Marseille.
1: Okay, all right, guys, you know what? I hope you are awake, because you know what? If I want to yell loud enough, you'll hear me all the way in Jolly Old, okay? So anyway, the point is... Yeah, well,
0: you know. Yeah, been
1: a while. <laughs> and no, I won't. And no, I won't guest on your show ever. Thank you. Carry on, cold.
0: Have you been on this show?
1: Of course, I've been on a show.
0: Okay, yeah, I've, you- I've been on.
1: have been on a bunch. Actually, one of the last show I was on, it was myself, Gaz. Uh, it's oh, and it was uh, what's it called? What's his name? That lunatic who made uh, twisted metal.
0: Lunatic. David yeah, Jaffe. Yeah, that,
1: yeah, yeah, David, David Jaffe. Jaffe. What a, so what a was,
0: legendary show. Too bad you David, were there. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, myself and David Jaffe were, uh, were, uh, were kind of going back and forth. And at one point, he called me new guy. I'm like, dude, I'm older than you. You just look older. But uh new guy. Was- <laughs> But anyways, yeah, it was a good show. It was a great show, actually.
0: Yeah, he's awesome. Silent Cypher, thank you for the five. He goes, oh, yes, Spider-Man 2. How about that special edition console? 19 inches of Venom. And also, seriousness, Spider-Man 2 should be pretty rad. Excuse For me? a DLC, he says, "Yeah, they just announced um, more bundles. Like you got it, you buy the console and you get the game with it." Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh! I, I click back to the show and I'm showing Mass Effect Andromeda. Just as a side, I really liked this game the second time, and I went to play it a third time after I finished Starfield, and it became super apparent how bad the NPCs and main characters and facial animations and just all that stuff is in Andromeda. Like, Starfield is so much better. But I felt like there was like this really cool action-oriented stuff that Andromeda does really well, but it just wasn't doing it for me after finishing Starfield, which is a good testament to Starfield, even though Mass Effect Andromeda is not a high-rated game. But uh, it's just kind of like when you mix the sci-fi stuff. But but anyway, um, so... (laughs)
1: <laughs> sorry, I, the chat. Tr- the chat's I, on fire. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know,
0: and I'm trying not to cover. There's so much PlayStation stuff. uh The Kotor thing is like kind of dicey right now. PlayStation paid for exclusivity, a timed exclusivity for Kotor, the remake, and now they've yanked it from their channel. They've yanked mentions of it. It sounds like I don't think it's being canceled, but it sounds like it may be delayed indefinitely. Like a lot of games, where it's like we don't know when the heck this is going to be done. Give it. To what do you blue think point.
1: give it to blue point and just get out of the way whoever they gave it to just take it away from them and give it to blue point and get it over with start like i forgot start who from the, the studio is left.
0: that's working on kotor
1: yeah yeah okay Ass Hat studios there you go that's the name of them uh, okay so that that's that's the <laughs> name of the studio so give it to blue point and look at the look at the work that they've already done so far with the remakes and everything else why are we wasting our time? If I was in charge, those guys would have been Gonzo Alonzo six months ago, not now. I would yeah. have been like, listen, guys, you guys don't have your act together. We're wasting millions of dollars. Get out. You're obviously losers. Yeah. So give it to Blue Point, who have pro- have a proven track record, know what they're doing. Give them the money. Look at the work that they've done on Demon Souls. On actual
0: remasters, yeah. On
1: actual, well, not remasters, remakes.
0: Remakes. Roundup remakes. Yes, what I meant. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And...
1: Give it to them for crying out loud! What are you wasting your time for? Just kick these bozos out!
0: Look at this footage of Andromeda when you move to a different planet or system; like it moves it in first Dude, person. It's amazing! Got, it's amazing! I just
1: got vertigo with the spinning with the spinning. Planet oh,
0: there. sorry, bro. I apologize. <laughs> you all... that's uh, what happens when you're old. Decado says the music license was out. Yes, I. That is true. But there's more going on with this game's delay than just a music license. And, oh my god! Uh, it's we'll, Aspire we'll see.
1: Studios. So I was pretty Spire, close. Okay. Aspire Studio, that's who As, did
0: it. Okay? Aspire Hat Studios. Yeah, there Yeah. You there you go. That's who did it. Um, so yeah, KOTOR, I don't know what's going on, but we might have to wait to hear an update on that. Um, it's going to be a
1: while, man. It's going to be a while.
0: So one, uh, the Forza reviews are coming October 4th, which is Wednesday. They just announced today that there are going to be 500 cars in the game at launch and That's monthly, they'll do forts. A monthly, they'll be adding cars during monthly forts. A monthly updates. So I'm curious to see how big this game gets. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to talk about it a lot because I'll talk about it Monday after the when, review of our lifts.
1: When it's off, when it's when it's off, when it's off the tape, You know what I mean? When it's out of embargo, then we'll talk about it.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about it. Don't but, say uh,
1: don't say anything ridiculous. You know what I'm talking about. No, so no, no. Yeah, it's, and
0: I'm no. But what do you think about how it's going to compare to Gran Turismo Seven? Like, are you expecting to see a big difference um, in the I review scores?
1: So. Oh, in the review scores. I thought you meant in terms of like, you know, uh, because Gran Turismo Seven has been released for what a year and a half now. About a year and a half, or is it two and a half years? I can't remember. Oh, what year yeah, close it will
0: to be. close to a year and a half. I think it came out A year in, and a half.
1: In like February a,
0: or March. Yeah. Yeah. Last year. Okay. So it's yeah.
1: been a, of last year. Okay. So it's last year. So it's, it's had, a, they've had a year and a half to be able to look at the competition and say, okay, guys, how can we improve? Cause obviously they're playing Gran Turismo seven. Right. And they're looking at that and they're like, okay, well how can we do this and that and the other in order to tweet? Now you had a year and a half on top of that to be able to improve upon your game. So I would expect the sp- the scores to be higher. Now, the thing is, uh, Forza games tend to score around high eighties, early nineties, anyway. So I'm yes. not expecting anything different. My guess right now is that I'm—I think it's going to sit at an eighty-eight. I have no basis for this. I am just <laughs> other than just your
0: it, your good your good fortune, just a, just a gut feeling. Guessing.
1: I just say an eighty-eight for now. Let's just say eighty-eight. Okay. But what I I am con- uh, not concerned. Excuse me. I was about to say concerned. I'm curious about. Is how come we haven't seen much about it? Like they didn't. They're not really like I'm not seeing like a lot of advertising
0: for it. I'm. Not, I mean, I'm oh, seeing a little I, bit there. Oh, I mean that's, yeah, that's the Xbox way. Like what's
1: going on? Like I mean, they, yeah. they should they should should be all over the place and maybe do some like promotions. Uh, you know, maybe like uh, I mean, they have supercars been... on display somewhere. I don't know. Like do something.
0: Oh yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it just I think quiet. They... Xbox has pared back some of that, but they they end up ramping up something in the very last minute, but the game is... I don't remember what the release date is, um, but the embargo for the review would be on the 4th. I think that's when the game comes out. So, yeah, where is that? But I don't know. I feel like Xbox is like, we don't have to do this crazy marketing because Game Pass markets itself. I just don't agree with that, though. I don't... I. I want to see excitement. I want to see them do creatively cool things. I don't need the marketing for marketing sake or sales' sake. I just like seeing cool things like back in the day when Neil Blomkamp made an amazing Halo Reach. Or I think it was Halo Reach. Real life, uh, real time. What do you call it? I can't think. That's it's okay. A- <laughs> I, I want to
1: answer something. Uh, I want to see
0: cool um, stuff that gets me excited and gets yeah. me in the mood and the mode for a game. Even though I know I was already going to buy it or play it, like we like that celebration of of the game before it comes out, yeah, or uh, if you're Sautness, like, oh, I think yeah. I'm going to play, I think I'm going to play this, but then you see some cool advertising or some cool thing somewhere, and you're like, oh man, like people are getting excited about that, like that's a good thing, anyway.
1: Yeah, like I, like Sautness was saying, he goes there was an event where the Xbox influencers, went, so Xbox influencers, does nothing. In the long run. Yeah, it'll do something for their audience and be like, OK, well, that specific audience. But I mean, I, if you go to YouTube, even right now, you go to YouTube, you go to Instagram, you go to all these different places and you've got Starfield everywhere. You go to Pornhub uh, right under the thing where it says, uh, you know, uh, my stepsister got her arm stuck in the dryer uh, and then right underneath Starfield. Right. And so Megan, like, it's I have all no there.
0: idea what you're talking about right now.
1: I, I, I don't know either, but you know, there seems to be a rampant like disease look, of millions of stepsisters and stepmoms. I don't know where they came from. Look, I don't look know at what the,
0: happened. Look at the facial animations on Massive so Drone. It's like hm. <laughs> Yeah. So oh my I, I don't know. Gosh.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm just on. gonna
0: derail <laughs> your conversation, Meg.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the thing is they had it everywhere. I'm not seeing Forza Motorsport anywhere, personally. I'm seeing Starfield still. And Starfield's been out for what like a month now? So or just under a month. So they're still advertising the heck out of that. Yeah. But I'm not seeing... like but Forza's is right it's right around the corner, no pun intended. And I don't see anything.
0: <laughs> right around the corner. Right around turn four. Yeah. Like uh, I mean, I
1: wanna see I wanna see Forts Motorsport on Pornhub. I wanna see it on Instagram. I Meg! wanna see it on Facebook. I'm just saying; those are the places where people go. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, 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 yeah, you know. I
0: don't, yeah, I don't, I don't see all that stuff um, for Forza. Somebody in the chat says, uh, "Let me find it. Um, where is it?" I'm gonna look one more second, then I give up. Uh, somebody, oh yeah, A two says, "Quite telling regarding the marketing that Colt doesn't know the release date." Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's because I I haven't read into the embargo. Uh, I've been playing the game off and on, um, and
1: when is the there's release? The, date? There's like
0: the early release thing, and then there's like the full release. I think this game just comes out. I haven't even looked into it. That's why. Like I I know the game's coming and it's going to come out, and I I haven't decided if I'm going to make a full production review on this game. So that's why I'm just not even worried about it. And notoriously, I live my life like one day at a time. Like I have no idea what's going on. If you tomorrow. were about to say a quarter mile
1: at a time, I was going to say yeah. that that would be it. I, I was going to leave live the show. my life
0: a quarter mile at a time. You don't <laughs> mess with family. Yep.
1: Oh, I don't know how man. to do a
0: Vid Diesel impression, but, um, yep. I don't know. Uh, and, and then the footage re- re- started over. We got through the whole loop and, and on X and C, we'll give you an hour and a half to two hours of footage. So you don't watch the same thing for, you know, a long, long time, but I would like to do some footage here on the channel, uh, a little more often but let me know guys in the chat or in the comments if you are okay with gameplay or if you like mag and i where you can see like our facial expressions so we like to be on camera we think it's fun um maybe i'll come up with the middle ground i was actually going to move the the thing around but we uh we had about 800 some people here at the top and uh you know 700 people have been here hanging out with us hit the like button uh we didn't get to 500 which means Mag's not going to get a new pair of socks, but we had a good time today. Mag, what's uh, your plans for the rest of the week?
1: Uh, I'm still working on the renovations. They are slightly um, delayed because this weekend is Canadian Thanksgiving. So the people that we're going to come and work on on the weekend can no longer come on the weekend to finish the jobs there. So I'm going to be tinkering around myself during this week and uh, getting some stuff done up there. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to be continue playing a Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. I'm going to finish that before the next show. And then when I'm done that, uh, because it's Halloween because it's Halloween season, I am going to go back and I'm going to get 100% completions on Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, and Resident Jeez. Evil 8 Village. And I will get that done um, before the end of the month, hopefully. And uh, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm all about celebrating this time of year, the macabre, the horror, I absolutely adore it. Resident Evil, uh, one of my favorite series of all time, so I'm really looking forward to doing that. But first, Phantom Liberty. Then I'm moving on into those two. And then after that, straight into Spider-Man and then into Alan Wake 2. So that's the plans for the next month. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to it, man. What about you? What do you got going on before we get back to next week?
0: Um, Magnum Westward asks you if Canadian Thanksgiving is where you carve a moose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we still carve turkeys. They're just the size of moose. Yeah, the, the one. I've There's I got a, a floating hooker pretty- on the
0: screen right now. Yeah, floating yeah. hookers. Yeah, I pick, yeah, it looks uh, like I picked the, her up and see if she would still float and she went to the ground. Um, yeah. yeah, I got two
1: turkeys or are 25 pounds each, so I, I'm, I'm going to be doing oh, that. Dang. So. Uh, yeah, I and I got know. a big smoker in the backyard, so I'm going to smoke smoker. them this year. Yeah, I got, I got a that, big smoker. That's really the
0: only one. way. I, I, I am not a turkey fan. I think turkey is very boring meat, uh, but when people smoke it, or, um, yeah, when they smoke it, it's like really nice. I'm like, hey, there's oh, flavor. Dude.
1: I feel like, I let it go oh, overnight; it whatever. literally just falls apart. It's so and yeah, uh, and it has a, so much. Yeah. Here's a pro tip, kids. I know American Thanksgiving is the third uh, third Thursday of, uh, of November, but keep this in mind. Here's something that my parent, my mom used to. Do, my mom does; she still does to this day, and uh, we will continue to do. And here's another thing: we stuff the bird with sausage. Get this, okay? Hear me out. You take okay. the sausage, you cut you cut off that you cut off the um, the, the, the the casing, uh, rice and peas and mushrooms. And you saute that all up together and you do like a fried rice thing. You cook it about halfway and then you stuff the turkey with the rice. You don't even have to add water or anything because all the juices from the turkey continue oh, to cook the rice inside the, the rice, rice pilaf. Jeez. And then when you cut open the turkey, when you cut open the turkey, all this beautiful steaming rice rice pilaf spills out of the turkey. It is the dopest. So keep that in mind if you ever want to try that out. Where, that's, the, uh, where that's does the doing.
0: rice spill out of?
1: cold it's a PG show I can't tell you where it spills out of but you know where
0: it's like uh yeah no 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 disrespect to turkey but um I don't know as I've gotten older I'm like yeah it's I, I I'm kind of funny like I love mashed potatoes and gravy like I love everything I will be notorious for filling up all this stuff and just a couple pieces of turkey uh, as I became an adult, I actually like putting the cranberry stuff on the turkey to give it some flavor. But if it's smoked, it does taste good. And welcome to the Xbox Thanksgiving they don't like podcast. Do ham then? I also love it. My mother in law will cook both sometimes. Okay, and so yeah, yeah that, that's, that's
1: that's the standard. Like that's what I do. Like usually it's turkey, and then I do like a small like a honey roasted ham on the side or yep. whatever. So if anybody yep. wants. And that's your nickname
0: online too, isn't it? Honey, roasted, Honey ham. roasted
1: Ham. No, that's my only fans page. Uh, anyways, Colt, what are you going to be playing this week?
0: Uh, I'm going to be playing Phantom Liberty. I started a playthrough over. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that or just do Phantom Liberty, but it's like a packed, a very it's a packed great game. Oh, good. Because, I mean, I was enjoying going through, but I'm like going through all the other stuff in the campaign. I don't know if I want to do that all over again after two years but um i still have my other save 160 hours i am also going to be playing the crap ton of forza tomorrow hopefully gaz and i can have a chance to make something together that we could share i think it'll be something fun to watch sure. once the embargo uh, releases so um the car culture is real man it's it's very cool yeah somebody asked thing, yeah. earlier this could colt get his license I, I don't know what what that meant like an hour and a half ago but um my car I have is a is an automatic, and you just don't really get manual transmission cars anymore um, in the North America or in the U.S. So my racing setup is all set with heel toe shifting, and like I get my my driving fantasy that way. So I'll be doing that and hopefully covering more stuff. I took like a month off not making videos that really hurt. It really hurt. I really wanted to be back doing what I love. Thank you everybody for being here. Really appreciate it. Hit the like button. I know eventually we'll get to a uh, 500 likes and, uh, we really appreciate all your help. This is the ecstasy podcast episode 119. We've been going for, uh, I don't know, two years and, uh, Shout out to Mod Lethal Papa, a good friend, and a moderator, Happy Bomb, Yudana Kezada, and all of my friends in the chat, like Risk It. I could sit here and just name all of them, but you guys are amazing, and we're going to end up talking on Xbox Live anyway because you guys are true friends. All of you, thank you so much for being here. Meg, thank you so much for being thank my you. co-host and putting up with me.
1: Oh, guys, And uh, it was a great show. We'll see. Uh, someone asked if we're going to be on next week. Yes, we will, because I'm doing the Thanksgiving on Friday and Saturday, so not Sunday and Monday I will be off as normal. So, yeah, I will be home. We are doing the show. The week after, though, I'm going to be in Nashville. That's the one I'm, I'm away in Nashville. So, okay. uh, But, anyways, Ooh, we'll discuss Nashville. that later on. Oh, yeah, so in two weeks, two weeks tonight I will be in Nashville, Tennessee. So, uh, anyhow, yes. As we
0: get out of here, in the chat, everybody write what game you are going to be playing right now. Love or what it. you're planning on playing. I want to see it in the chat. We're going to hit the uh, goodbye. Mag and I are going to wave. Where's that button? Yeah, it's right here. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much, and uh, have a good night, and uh, be nice.